Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. It's 10 minutes in and poor Chris editing this. It's like, when is this time? We'll, we'll give him some timestamps. Yeah, but then he also has to pick out what funny bit we, he's going to put beforehand. None of this has been very good. Just put this in. Just be- <laughs> <laughs> this is all terrible. I don't know. None no, of we're lost. We're lost without you, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> well, the last time we didn't have Chris, it wouldn't have Oh, it, mate. It, 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 was, it is one-stop shop for all things nerdy. That's what he says, right? That's Yeah, that, that's what we... The one-shop stop. For all things one nerdy. Stop yeah. shop. For one stop shop. For all things nerdy. We've already. We've already. So, she sells seashells. Shells on the seashore. <laughs> <laughs> one stop shop for all things nerdy. One stop shop. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Phantom Zone, your one-stop shop for all things nerdy. And I am here this week hosting, my name's Ian and I'm joined by Simone and Toby. Hey. Guten Tag. <laughs> Guten Tag. <laughs> Guten Tag. We're going to do this off random. We're going to do this whole podcast in German. So, good luck everybody. No, um, that's, that's me done. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year to you and Toby and Simone. We're all here saying Happy New Year. Unfortunately, Chris is not joining us. Sorry, Simone, I just completely cut you off there. You were about to jump in and say Happy New Year. And I was like, no, I need to explain why Chris isn't here. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, Chris is not with us today. He's not feeling too well, but you will be hearing his thoughts on our subject today later on. I'll cut him in seamlessly. It'll be seamless. Uh, But yeah, Happy New Year. I'll let Simone say Happy New Year. Happy New Year. (laughs) (laughs) already jaded it's been a week we're already jaded to the new year and with the new year comes our subject for today we're not going to be doing nerd news we're going to jump straight into our subject which is new films for 2023 things we're looking forward to things we're not so looking forward to and then later on in the podcast we've got a mini review of the uh recent release was it recent or was it released at like a festival i imagine it was released i think it festival. came out last year yeah yeah so Ended the menu year. the menu in november ah there you go the, november the yeah IMDb. i thought it would have had like a festival release and then a small thing so it's on uh, disney plus now so we all gave it a watch and we're going to do a little mini 
mini review of that. How lovely. Yeah, nice. So uh, let's jump in to our most uh, looking forward to films and least looking forward to films. So, you know, um, Toby, uh, Toby, Toby, give us uh, a shout on your first film that you're really looking forward to this year. Let's get it started. Well, I think the first film is going to be probably the same as a lot of us. Mm -hmm. I think we've already discussed is that Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. That's personally my number one bop, film of the year. Bop, I... <laughs> bop. Bop, indeed. <laughs> I am very, very much looking forward to that. I am a huge fanboy of nice. Spider-Man mm-hmm. Into the Spider-Verse. Absolutely. It's my favorite Spider-Man movie. Possibly my favorite comic book movie. Ooh, so that's probably my number one. Wow. Interesting. That is high, pra- high praise. praise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Simone, I'm, I'm sure that's on your list too, right? It is. Also, Man. my top film that I'm looking forward oh, to. Oh, really? Both I, number one. I cannot, I cannot wait for this film. Like, yeah. I think into just the, the spider- art style alone. Exactly, gorgeous, amazing, and it's just a really compelling story. It's just really, it's done really mm. well. Um, what more can you ask for from a Spider-Man film? Yeah. What did you both make of the trailer? I guess did, was it something that made you more excited for it? Or oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I mean, I've I've rewatched it about four or five times. <laughs> I'm rewatching it right a now. Day, just... A day, a <laughs> day. I mean, I, I'm. A, it's. I think this is a gateway. One, it's just a nice uh, display to see that Sony can still make good movies. <laughs> they're not. They're not all terrible. <laughs> but some of my bad films this year are from Sony. Yeah, no, exactly. So <laughs> <of> my. <laughs> but th- this one for me, particularly, like you've, you've, it gives you access to a whole plethora of Spider-Man that. They probably wouldn't get the time of day if they were sort of given their own sort of character. They wouldn't be given the limelight if it wasn't mm-hmm. for like a, a multiverse type thing. So you've mm-hmm. got Mars Morales, you know, he's normally sort of pigeonholed to being, oh, he's second fiddle to Peter Parker. Yeah. So it's cool to get him in. But you've got like Spider-Man Noir, really yeah. like amazing one-off comic book mm-hmm. that he's guest starred in a few bits and pieces now and again across the Marvel comics. But you know, you wouldn't think to see him in a movie, and that was great. Spider Pig, all these characters, brilliant. <laughs> I, I just thought, you know, it gives you access to so many different sort of broader strokes. And then you've got um, 2029 Spider-Man. I was just about to say, yeah. That's Love cool him, one. Miguel. Yeah. Miguel O'Hara, brilliant character. Mm-hmm. One of the best arcs in the early 90s yeah. uh, sort of comic book run. So it's just really cool to see him put back in. Especially... And another thing. No, sorry, so, carry on. I was going to say, it just gives Oscar Isaacs another string in his bow. Yeah, another great time. Same wavelength, same, same wavelength. wavelength. <laughs> we're there, man, we're there, we're on that wave. It's the year of 2023! <laughs> <laughs> Seamless! Um, no, um, I also, like, I agree with you with 2099. Uh, like, I, I think, you know, in terms of those, like, edgy 90s comics that we got, because the 90s were a weird time for comic books, um you know 2099 was actually a really great run same with batman beyond as well like yeah. those two were oh, amazing amazing and i think they really took like a property and they did a similar thing basically in the future different ways though obviously uh and they both really are successful i think batman beyond perhaps has, has a bit more of a uh connection for people because of the animated show and like people really love the animated show but i agree with you like 2099 comics run was really good so yeah, I, I think it is something I'm really looking forward to. It was on my list too. It wasn't number one. It was number four, like Ooh. controversially. Um, but yeah, no, I've, it's the art style alone is something that's like outstanding. And then the soundtrack as well for yeah. Into the Spider Verse was amazing. So oh, like, yeah. I'm hoping we have the same vibe. You know, it looks like that in the trailer, doesn't it? You know, that that similar 
you know, uh, pop art style, them kind of falling through the the universe. It looks amazing, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think it's it's what Multiverse of Madness was probably trying to do. Yeah. And I think that, well, I, we haven't seen it yet, but this one I feel is probably more likely to succeed. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to add, Sim, on that, on that one? No, I think Toby has... Uh... Delineated that perfectly, you know. Oof. It's uh, Ooh, we're getting fancy Ooh, words in this year. We're getting highbrow this year, oh, eh? Oh, 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 oh. Bringing us to another level. Um, <laughs> no, well, I guess what? Ian and I will bring it back down. Yeah, we'll right. drag it down. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good film. Uh, <laughs> what was uh, your top film? Who me? Yeah. Well, I'm. I think we'll get to my top film because I, I was going to ask Simone, "What's your next film?" I was going to jump onto yours because I think we have some overlap. Uh, so yours? Number two on my list is Dune Part Two. That's why I said that because that's my number one. Yeah, that's my number one. I knew it was. I knew it. There. I knew that was coming. Yeah. I knew that was coming. Uh, I can't wait for that. So tell us, Sim, what, what? Why are you looking forward to that so much? Um. Well, Dune was. I think maybe was the Dune came out last year, right? Yeah. Last year I was think. such a long year. I don't know. It was such a long no, year, but also it? a short year. Did it? No, I don't think it did. Was it the year before? 2021? God, we're 2021. so good. Yeah, 2021. Yeah, we're yeah, the yeah. best film podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Films come and go, but we yeah. will always stay the same. <laughs> Leave me alone, okay? Pandemic times. The true. last three exactly. years have felt like yeah, yeah, yeah. one. So that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, no, that was that. That was my top film of 2021. Then I think yeah, really um, just masterful storytelling. Um, the acting was was outstanding. The the direction was outstanding. Everything about that film was outstanding. And I'm just really excited to see what happens next. Because I've not read Dune. I have tried. God knows I have tried to read that book. I I can't. I always fail around the 70-page mark. Um, it's impressive, hard. Eh? It's, it's hard. It's impressive to get that far. It's, it's, I mean, the, it's like 400 pages long. I, I can't. But, um, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to where the story goes next. The... There were some interesting concepts that were brought up in the first film um, with like the saviour complex um, or saviour narrative, I should say. And um, yeah, I'm just interested to see what happens next. Yeah, Can't wait. Can't wait. Give me a second and third part right now. I thought the first one was good, but I think the first one is really going to hinge. The quality, like the sustainability of the first one is really going to hinge on the quality of the second and third one. Because I think from a technical standpoint the movie looked phenomenal but i think it had plot issues with the way it ended because mm-hmm. it was very abrupt and considering we were all very much on the fence about whether or not they were making the sequels because mm-hmm. it was all resting on the box office mm-hmm. we were very lucky that it did as well as it did because i think if we'd left it as if it was just left to one movie alone it wouldn't hold up just because it just ends so abruptly yeah and awkwardly in my opinion in my opinion i, th- I think i agree with that i think June actually is the film that forced me and Simone to create the broadly rating system because I gave it a seven and Simone gave it an eight and we argued over that one rating but then we both were like it's broadly great we both really enjoyed this so to prevent arguments we just have the broadly system to to make it easier Um, because I felt the ending did let the whole film down 
in a way. Not that it's bad. I'm not going, oh, like, this film is now a letdown because of the way the film ended. But I no, 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 agree. It's, it's two against one, Simone. You're out of luck. You're, you're, <laughs> <true>. <laughs> you're just hold, you're holding a grudge from the Christmas showdown. That's all it is. I can you know, see Maybe, maybe, maybe. Which, uh, if you want to go listen to that, it's available on Spotify. Go listen to our Christmas showdown. Um, but no, I think I agree that, like, it has this really abrupt ending that you... It will hinge on whether the next film is good. Now, I believe the next film will be good because Villeneuve is like one of my favorite directors. I think he is, you know, the way he just makes films is just so detailed and meticulous and like really stunning. And he has like a real care for his films. And I've watched everything he's made and and loved all of it. And, you know, I really think he's... His uh, world building was amazing. His yeah. world building was fantastic. Outstanding. You could really Outstanding. get a sense of the differences between the houses. It, yes. It, yes. Visually, world building wise, like creatively, phenomenal. I think as somebody who enjoys the book and has, I haven't read anything past, well, that's a lie, actually. I've read Gene Messiah as well, but like the, the, um, I've watched a lot of law videos. I'm going to say that because, like, <laughs> after I'm, they, there's like eight books, man. I don't have the time for that. It's like I'm also a big Warhammer fan, and like the Horace Heresy books. I haven't even finished that, and there's like 35 of them. I ain't got the time for this. Yeah. Like, so a lot of the time you have to rely on law videos, and like, I think something. And I I've mean, never read a comic book either, personally. I've just, <laughs> I, I've just gone by cover art for everything. I've been like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've actually, you don't know why you're on this podcast. No, 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 no. I'm just uh, fake it to make it, man. Fake it to make it. (laughs) Everybody's writing in being like, 2099 was terrible. I don't know why you guys were saying it was so good. You clearly (laughs) didn't read it. And we were like, (laughs) Um, no, um, I think like something I've got from the law and obviously the, the two books that I've read is that like, I feel like the film the first one, as Simone, you, you are right, it does go into that sort of like savior narrative a bit, the savior, the messiah sort of stuff. I'm not sure it like goes into it as much as the book does. But then again, this is part one that we saw. So maybe part two will do more of the heavy lifting of that discussion because there's a lot over him being like the chosen one and oh, how yeah. he wasn't meant to be and like he shouldn't have been conceived and like there's been like years of breeding to create this chosen one. <clears throat> I'm not sure the first film goes into that as much as I feel the book does, but you can't do it exactly the same. But part two might do a bit more of that heavy lifting there. So I agree with you, Toby. I think it, it does hinge on the success of the second one, but I also have high hopes for it. And that's why it's my number one, because I don't expect it to be bad. I expect yeah. it to do all that and a lot more. I'm expecting Villeneuve to, to blow me away and give me the best film of the year. I'm going to put it here now. It might be cool. my film of next year. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. I'll hold it to that. I'll hold it to that. <laughs> um, one of my high films, um, I'll throw in one of my selections, uh, which I'm not sure if uh, you guys have heard of. I think, Simone, you might have because I told you about it. But one of my high films is uh, Cocaine Bear. <laughs> yes, that's on my list. Yes. <laughs> Cocaine Bear. <laughs> I'm so psyched for that. I can't wait. We watched the trailer yesterday and I was like, this looks amazing. Yes. Like, it yes. looks so funny. It looks so funny. For those who don't know, it's inspired by i'm not going to say it's it is a true story it's inspired by a true story of a a grizzly bear who found a huge stash of cocaine and ate it in real life sadly that bear died because you know yeah it's (laughs) yeah yeah. that's a lot of cocaine (laughs) 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 um but the film the writers have taken like some liberty and obviously have made quite a 
it looks like a dark hot comedy comedy horror sort of film yeah. action thing where the bear goes completely off its nut on cocaine and kills a lot of people and is killing you know the drug dealers who did this to him wants yeah. revenge you know it looks great for me it's also it's got the last um portrayal well not portrayal but the last acting gig of Ray Liotta yeah and you know i i i've got a huge soft spot for him so i'm i'm yeah. excited to see something else from him i hope yeah. it's not a crap movie so. well even if it <laughs> is i think it's the, it, the trailer i mean it's a good trailer the trailer definitely portrays a tongue and you know cheek sort of like you know comedy sort of thing so i don't think we're going to be getting something that's going to win an oscar it's definitely not june levels but no, no, it, it, no. i think it's going to be a good time you know um you enjoyed the trailer didn't you Smith? i thought the trailer was outstanding considering Outst- we'd what else were the trailers did we watch last night we, we watched, watched a we dungeons and like... dungeons and dragons oh, trailer and yeah. in comparison to cocaine bear they need to take some lessons because yeah. the tra- the trailer for Cocaine Bear is ex- exactly what you want. It is exactly what you want from a trailer. I had action. I laughed. I, I I'm in awe. A little bit. I, I, can't, <laughs> I, I can't wait. I I want to see this bear's arc. You know, where's what, what's what, what's his what what's he aiming for? You know, Sorry, what's his you make it sound like he's going to go to rehab. What's his what's his goal? <laughs> you know, like. What's his motivation? Yeah, I have the first, so many the questions. The first crazy bit is just the first like 10, 15 minutes. And then the rest of the movie is his arduous return to form after, <laughs> <laughs> from his cocaine habit. Oh. It's like him crying and like... Will, yeah. he, be, will he be accepted back? It's not you, know, you man. It's I... not you. It was all the cocaine. <laughs> it was all the cocaine. <laughs> yeah. No, it does look really good. I mean, it's interesting you bring up Dungeons & Dragons. I mean, let's... Is that something... I mean, we've got a lot of films, I'm sure, that we're looking forward to. And I've got like honourable mentions. Is... Dungeons and Dragons something anybody's looking forward to here? I mean, Chris might. He's a big Dungeons and Dragons fan, so he might he might mention it when when he seamlessly cuts in. I don't know. I I like the concept. I like that they're sort of taking it more as a joke opposed to sort of trying to take it seriously. Mm. Um I like Chris Pine. I really like Chris Pine. So he's quite charismatic. Maybe he'll it get smells it. Good. Smells like pine. <laughs> <laughs> I have him dangling in my car. Um <laughs> But I, 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 I don't know. I'm. I feel this is just going to be another sort of throwaway, mm. faffy fantasy sort of scenario. Mm. I, I don't have high hopes. I, it might get a little bit of buzz because Dungeons and Dragons has been sort of put back into the forefront of people's minds, mm-hmm. such Stranger Things, and there's a whole bunch of new like cool people. Um, what's his name? Joe Magniola. Yeah, he does yeah, he loves it, all the he? the Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. So mm. it's very popular again, but I, d- I don't know whether or not it's going to do well. It might be good, but I don't know if it's going to do well. Mm. What did you think from that trailer, Sim? What, the Dungeons and Dragons trailer? Yes. Uh, it's okay. I mean, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Great, cool. We'll move on. No, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, what, I, more, I what, more, what, more, what more do you want me to say? Um... <laughs> Like, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's okay. It's, it's an okay trailer. Um, but I think there's just such a high caliber of movies coming out next year that it was think, never really going to be. Yeah, on my list. I mean, I probably will go watch it. I will. So, I, I want. I, I do want to watch more films this year. Yeah. So I, yeah, I will probably yeah. make make an effort and go see it. But I don't. <sighs> I I think I would wait for it to come to streaming based on that trailer. We if there's another trailer that makes me like, oh, I'm gonna go to the cinema to pay for this because like the cinema is not cheap and we are living in tough times. And I feel like if I'm gonna go pay for something because 
you know, like Avatar was not worth the money, in my opinion. Like no. it, it, it's it's made a lot of money. We're going to be getting sequels, but it's not. It wasn't worth the money to go see that. And I don't want to put more money into another film that I'm like, this is not cheap. It's like twelve pounds, fifteen pounds to go see a film these days. And yeah. I'm like, is is Dungeons and Dragons going to pull me in with that trailer? Probably not. It looks like it should have come out like maybe a decade ago. Like that's what the trailer looked like to me. Yeah. A film it, from a decade. You know what ago. it reminded me of? It actually reminded me of the. Um... James Franco and Danny McBride, Your Highness movie. It gave me lots of that sort of vibe. Hmm. I haven't seen that. What is that? You haven't seen that? Oh. (laughs) What are you talking about? Well, damn me then. (laughs) It it was James Franco, Danny McBride, Natalie Portman, um, others. And it was very much (laughs) like that that Pineapple Express era of like um, stoner like comedy. Mm. And this one was the, it's, it's stoners, but they're in a fantasy setting. Oh yeah, so no, James. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I get that vibe from this. Like, so oh, James, we're just funny guys on a trip going together. Yeah, yeah. I won't go full into the synopsis because that's not what we're here for. But it's it's a funny movie. But this kind of gives me that vibe. So if you've seen it see and you've seen the trailer, you make your own conclusion. Mm, yeah. Well, I can I'll say I can... no more on it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get more positive though. Yes. Uh, what's another film that we're looking forward to? Someone jump out. I'm not going to. Evil pick. Dead. Nice. That's Evil on my Dead list. Evil Dead Rises. Too. I am very very much excited for that i don't know where it fits in continuity if it's going to follow the 2013 one which i really loved or if it's going to sort of follow suit with the tv show which i also liked or evil dead one two and three so who knows but i'm looking forward to it one way or the other give me those crazy crazy zombies (laughs) (laughs) i'm also looking forward to that that's on my list as well like i think there hasn't actually been a bad evil dead film like I think all of the films from the original franchise and then the remake and also the TV show they did, I thought was great. I've loved every yeah. part of Me the too. property. So it was groovy. <laughs> groovy. Um, and I I really feel like it's an undervalued franchise. I don't think people yes, appreciate I Evil Dead as much as they should. I agree with that. Yeah, yes, yeah. I agree. It's really good. I think it's one of the best sort of like zombie horror like franchises out there. Um, I think people should really watch it if you haven't. I think it's got so many quotable lines. We just did groovy, but here's my boomstick is another great one. Like that's yep. it's it's great, and I'm I agree with you. I think the remake was really good as well. I thought it was very good. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. That's on my list. It's on my list. Simone, any others? Um, well, we've got loads. Just shout them out. Just throw them out, guys. Uh, Don't let me number three, you. number three on my list. Uh, Ian, you're not going to be happy with this. Is Oppenheimer? Mm. Yeah. I- I thought we were all on board for Oppenheimer. I thought the trailer was, we were all happy with the trailer. No, and me liking a trailer and me being on board for a film are two different things. Like, Oh, you're so, you're, you're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Um, I, <sighs> the problem is like, not to, show people behind the curtain you know behind the 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 making of our podcast and our lives but simone and i are going through nolan's films again in anticipation for our future episode look forward to this plugging it for the future is uh our nolan off you know which i think has become a a, a legendary episode now even without having been released because i've had other people come to me being like when are you doing it but we need We're to never w- gonna do it yeah just, <laughs> hold- just pure anticipation <laughs> um but no it's it's we're re-watching all of his films to answer that question so until we've re-watched them we, we can't we can't do it 
and rewatching them, even though that was a good trailer, and like I appreciate that whoever made that trailer, I said in the podcast that we talked about that, and also I'll, I've said it to you, Simone. Whoever made that trailer did a really good job making that trailer, but the people <laughs> making that trailer don't make the film. Like that, like as we know, like Suicide Squad, the original yeah, one, true. had a great trailer, and that was a bad film. Like I'm not going to be anticipating a film based on a good trailer. And Oppenheimer having nolan's recent releases we won't go into his back catalog because we'll save that for the for the the actual debate but his recent releases i think we can all pretty much agree have been underwhelming like whether you think they're bad or if they're not as good as his older stuff they've been underwhelming and that's why i'm not looking forward to oppenheimer agreed agreed i'll give you that yeah I'm still looking forward to Oppenheimer. I think Killian Murphy is an outstanding actor. I'm looking forward to see what he brings to the role. I think this, the trailer was good. It's got me hyped. I'm ready. You're ready for the nuclear apocalypse. I'm ready. ready. <laughs> Bring it on! <laughs> I'll tell you another film I'm looking forward to, bringing it back on course, Turtles, <laughs> Mutants of Mayhem. I don't know what was coming out. What is that? Oh, no. Oh, man. I anything turtles based i'm just a big kid it's um it's i think it's a seth rogan produced oh i love Um, seth rogan it's an it's a new animated teenage mutant ninja turtles movie and i'm all up for it i think so far seth rogan has had a very good turnout of things that he's produced Mm -hmm. invincible was a fantastic tv show of last year oh no 2021 wasn't it God, we're so bad at like... yeah, no, it. 2021, 2021. <laughs> it was 2021. That, that was fantastic. Did anything I... come out in 2022 that we watched? <laughs> nah, nah, it didn't exist. Didn't exist. I it, it was a throwaway year. I thought um, Preacher was brilliant as well. Mm. It wasn't the most faithful of adaptations, but I thought it was very good and very well produced. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited for this. I love all things Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, even the bad stuff. So this is one of those sort of sneaky. I kind of hope it's brilliant, just so. I can feel justified in putting this on my list. Yeah, I mean, you've sold it to me. I didn't even know that was coming out. And Neither you've did sold I. That to me. Yeah. It's on. I yeah, looked up well. a lot of lists of films that are coming out next year, and I didn't see it on it. So I'm. I, that's yeah. I mean, you've sold fourth it to of me. August, twenty twenty three. You heard it here first. Yeah, <laughs> that's the big. That's the big break. We broke yeah. that. Um, yeah, no, I mean that's that you've sold it to me, and I like Teenage Mutant Ninja too. Um, I think it's it's a great franchise. I like the old comics as well. The, the, the who old... is your favorite turtle, Ian? Who Michelangelo. Turtle? Oh, that's a safe bet. What about you, Simone? Donatello. Yes, see a, a woman of culture. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like. Oh, sorry, I'd, like Chris, I'd like Chris to just add his one in there as well. But I'll say just for. You know, diversity's sake, I'll say Leonardo, just so everyone can then pick one. So I was about I'm to say, gonna, if Chris, Chris is going to go for Raphael. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're all covered. Which one's the Donatello one the, is my favorite, though. Which one's the one with the the purple bandana? Dan, Donatello. 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 By far the Michelangelo's the orange one, isn't it? Yeah, with the nunchucks. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I really like. He's always eating pizza. That's... Cowabunga dude. Yeah, that's my vibe, you know? Just give me food. Like That's true, that's true. Although, as I'm getting older, I'm starting to feel more like Splinter. I'm an aged <laughs> old rat. Just giving us old rat? Yeah. I was going to say giving us wisdom, but okay. Cool. Oh, no, no, just a wizened old rat. <laughs> just a really old rat. Um, <laughs> getting ratty. Getting ratty. One I'm really looking forward to, which I'm not sure everyone will be, but uh, I certainly am, um, is the great... And fantastic author of our time, uh, Neil Breen. Oh, God. His new film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
god, here we go. I was wondering where that was going to go. I thought you were going to potentially say Renfield with the uh, Nicholas Cage. Oh, uh, that's on my list too. <laughs> that's on my list. But you go go with Neil Bream. You're, you're I Ni- I love Neil Bream. Now I think Neil Bream has come up in our our discussions before. Um, but just to to reintroduce him to everybody on the podcast, and you know, this is this one is going on the UK Films uh, uh, podcast page, which you know we're very thankful for them for having us on there. So maybe he can be introduced to more people. But Neil Breen is a director that I would place in the so bad it's good category of filmmaking. And forget your room, you know, we that that put that to one side because Tommy Wiseau. You know, I've met him. Simone's met him. You know, he's a, a very unique man and he made a very unique film. But I think he's I'm being very that's, careful. That's, that's very political there. Yeah. Very, very diplomatic. <laughs> he uh, he made a film which he, I think, earnestly made with The Room thinking, you know, this is going to be a good film. Then it turned out to be so bad it's good. And then he tried to steer into that. And he's released a lot of very subpar stuff trying to be funny. And it hasn't really worked. Whereas Neil Breen has kept true to his image for years now he has released film after film of these so bad it's good where he's earnestly truly trying to make something that he believes is is these great films of our time and maybe we're just not there yet maybe in 20 to 30 years or maybe 100 years they'll look back and see neil breen's catalog as the true workings of our times like you know the dante's inferno of this era you know and he's made great films and some of them double down is one where he plays a super genius hacker uh uh, pass through where he plays a uh god from another planet that comes to earth to teach us a lesson uh fateful findings where he plays a super genius hacker there's a vibe there's a vibe in his films for sure (laughs) um and in his new film um which he's released the trailer for um he is playing one of a super hacker genius twins so there's two of them and uh, i can't wait for this film like if you haven't seen it i know it sounds weird but please watch them and you will enjoy it as much as i do they are fantastic and uh, we will be reviewing it i'm just going to put that out here now that will be what, what is the hacker movie called so we've got I, it's i can't actually let me find <laughs> i i can't re- i'm not sure how you pronounce it this is probably me i'm just you know, just again behind the uh, behind the Into curtain. The I'm I'm uh, a bit dyslexic, so some sometimes I read his things. And I'm like, what is this? Um, oh yeah, K- it's called Cade. That's the bit that kind of threw me. I was like, what is this? It's called Cade: The Tortured Crossing. Oh man, what a title! <laughs> Move over, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutants of Mayhem. Cade, bring on, Cade: The Tortured Crossing. The tortured crossing. Damn. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. That's on my list now. <laughs> to not watch ever. <laughs> Boo! He, he get honestly. Forget your villain news. Get Neil Breen on. I'd like. Lo- I. I'm. I'm tempted. <laughs> I am actually just. I'm going to put this out here now. I am going to be because he's releasing this film to like. Cans. Just don't let him hear our previous uh, previous podcast then about him then because uh, <laughs> he might think you're taking the Mickey out of it. I. He he's releasing his films to Cannes Festival and things like that. He wants to be like well received. I am actually good. At, he has an email address. I'm going to email him to see if he will come on the podcast. Go for it to Go talk it. about his film because I I genuinely think getting into his mind would be fantastic. I want to know if I'm misunderstanding his films. I want to know. So yeah, no, I'm going to try. I'm going to try and get Neil Breen on the podcast, but 
we'll see. He's a busy man and he's he's a genius, so I've got to give him time. Anyway, next film that we want to that we want to see, or maybe a film that we're not looking forward to. I was going to say, should we go into bad films? Yeah, I we think we're all, we're, we're all being too positive, and this yeah, is yeah. not what this podcast. Simone, is about. Any <laughs> film you're not looking forward to? I didn't make a list of films. You're I too happy, to. Toby. <laughs> I told oh, you. I've got a long list. I I <laughs> <Okay>. think. <laughs> <laughs> Every the rat. Personally, I think all of the 2020 Warner Brothers movies are just going to be a write off. Everything. No, I do. I think Flash. Well, Flash maybe just because I think it'll be worthwhile seeing if that is their way of getting into this gun universe, the Gunniverse. The TM. <laughs> now, Aquaman two, Blue Beetle, Shazam two. Eh. I, like, what's the point now, really? Like, because Shazam, I don't think he's going to survive the the Jesus. culling. No, I, I don't. Culling. I, the culling. <laughs> well, if Black Adam's gone and he was going to change the hierarchy of the universe, I don't yeah, think but was Shazam's going to... just The Rock saying... Well, it might have been just Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but I, I genuinely don't, I don't think any of these are really going to survive the cull. Because particularly Aquaman 2, if he's going to be Lobo... Yeah, I don't think that's... Hypothetically, right. you know the rumor mill if he's going to be lobo what's the point they've supposedly they've cut all the cameos out that were going to sort of expand the wider universe yeah so wonder woman like sorry gal gadot and henry cavill i think they've all been cut so i'm my excitement levels for these were pretty low anyway that's weird they're still releasing them because they've cancelled like well, Batgirl, that has, it costs they? a lot of money to make them. But Batgirl costs a lot of money to make, and they just are not going to release that. Yeah. But I think Batgirl had nothing to use as a platform. These yeah, ones, at least for true. the most part, apart from Blue Beetle, maybe they've got more faith in Blue Beetle. But mm. Flash, Aquaman, and and Shazam, their sequels, or at least something that has come before, so they've got a platform to at least bounce off of. I mean, yeah. it's interesting that they, they've kept the Flash, uh, considering all the controversy around yeah. Ezra Miller. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> not not a good look, guys. No, not a good look. Yeah, I mean, no. I obviously, you know, I've said controversial things about other actors that have been in the DC universe, but I don't think it's anything controversial to say like Ezra Miller is a deeply like troubled person from the sounds. They've of had it. some difficulties. Yeah, and I agree with you, Simone. Like. There's even if you remove that aspect to it, it's had so many directors now. Is it three or yeah. four? Like it, at least, at yeah. Least. And they've gone through so many reshoots. I think it's just going to be. And then you add that with Ezra Miller on, it's like it's a miracle it's coming out. Really, yeah. yeah. I th- I think it's going to be an un. I don't want to say it's unmitigated disaster, but I really have low expectations. I think it's probably going to be of the the original Suicide Squad quality. That that's Ooh, where I'm sort of gosh. expecting it. I think it's going to be that bad. Oh. I would love, I would love to be proven wrong. I don't know I'm if not. I do want to be proven wrong on this one though, because the Gunniverse is something that I am excited for, and I kind of agree with Simone. I'm kind of shocked this is even coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, but, I think maybe that their plans was are potentially riding on this being their gateway into that universe. Mm. You know, using this as the flashpoint because flash everything changes from there yeah. on in. You know, both of you know, and I think the listeners know that I've said for a long time that like Flashpoint is really where they can refresh their universe. They can do a restart and have it actually chronologically make sense how it's restarting. Um, But maybe do it with the actor from the Flash TV show. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? Grant Gustin. Yeah, Yeah, do that. Mm -hmm. He's good. He's he's a he's a good actor stuck in a poor show. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what's funny? They both got announced at the same time, and there's now more seasons of The Flash than there is the film. Yeah. Ezra Miller guest starred in it as well. He did. Yeah, yeah. they did. They did. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're, that's my, they're my predictions. I think they're going to do poorly overall. I think Aquaman might do financially well, but I think the others probably will uh, peter out, and I think they'll sort of dwindle. I don't think there's going to be much of them. Flash mm-hmm. might be just because people are going to be curious. Shazam, but I also I don't think, think there's. Will be. I, don't think I think Flash will be. also might be a little bit boycotted because there's always been yep. quite a lot of controversy about it being released anyway. Yeah. Because there has been people clamoring for it to be cancelled based on Ezra Miller's difficulties. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's difficult. And I don't think that's it? unfounded. You know, I think that's, yeah. that's no, no, fair. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, agree. Like, I, I, we won't get into like the, 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 the specifics. Yeah, but what they're allegedly having done is pretty bad, and I kind of like, I, I feel bad for the other people making that property because you know yeah. we've talked about before art and artists. Um, per, in our personal lives, we've had this discussion quite a lot, but yeah, it's pretty bad, and like, yeah, I also think it's sad yeah. that it's going to be. Like Michael Keaton's return as Batman is yeah. going to be sort of tainted by this. Yeah, God, I this think is a Frank- real bummer, isn't it? This, yeah. this, let's, let's move on. Let's go on to something else. Transformers. Oh no, oh, I was going to be Where are we going? <laughs> Seamless. Transformers. I'm not looking forward to. Are you look. That was going to be my next bad one. No, 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 no. I was going to try and be happy. Should we be oh, happy? Okay. John Wick Part Four. Go I'm positive. looking forward to that. Woo, John Wick. <laughs> shoot shoot bang bang brilliant movies that's it that's literally our happiness for that one transformers not gonna be good that's no new no. no. and i loved no, no. beast wars as a kid me too and i really liked bumblebee yeah that was i good. thought that was really good yeah. and i had high hopes that they were gonna move it into a good direction and then this trailer came out and it could be you know as we've said there are good ba- trailers there are bad trailers this might have just been a crap trailer <laughs> it's not a good trailer, is it? It was not a good trailer. I mean, for one, I don't know if you've seen it, but no, we've seen it. Optimus we've... Prime's arm clips through himself. What in the in the trailer? Yeah, what? yeah, his shoulder clips through, and I'm just like, you don't want to put bad CGI in the trailer. <laughs> not that bad. It's How like PS. Seen that? It's like PS2 quality CGI. <laughs> and he's just like, oh man, that looks really bad. This oh is... god. And tra- Transformers was it 2007 the first one? No, I think so, something like that. Yeah, we're that we're seeing had with dates. such amazing CGI. Yeah, Even true. still yeah. to this day, a lot of that holds up. Mm. You know, those films, whilst terrible, mm-hmm. were technologically mm-hmm. amazing CGI mm-hmm. wise. Just mm-hmm. the transforming transformations. I can't speak. The transformations. <laughs> You're so excited by how bad oh! <laughs> <laughs> the transformations were so good. Just the films were bad. Yeah, but Bumblebee. Bad. I kind of felt like they met in the middle. They had a good mm-hmm. quality story. Mm-hmm. It was a bit so-so overall, but it's a good quality story. The stuff on Cybertron was awesome. Yeah, my it was. G- yeah. My G one fanboy just came out screaming, <laughs> and then I was really looking forward to seeing where they came, sort of going next. And then they said, "Oh, Beast Wars," and I love Beast Wars, yeah, and that I had terrible. Maybe I tell you what. Actually, no. Now speaking about it, maybe <laughs> they're going back to the Beast Wars quality of CGI. It's intentional. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, people who- that was bad and people loved it. Maybe we'll do this for the movie. <laughs> for people who don't know, Beast Wars had the weirdest like animation CGI stuff. It was very early, like 
what year was that? Was that like noughties? Like, yeah, was, I think it was yeah. like the very, very early 2000s, like the late 1999s, I think, into yeah. 2000s. And they were like, oh, let's let's put like everywhere was doing it. There was even like some comics. Do you remember? You might know these, Toby. I'm not sure if you know, Simone, but there were like some comic books that were made using computer animation to create the yeah. art. Batman one. What was it? Batman <laughs> And it was oh, so weird. It looks. They did Batman. They did Spider Man. One. They did yeah. really just dicey CGI. Oh god, they're so terrible. 1996 when it came oh, out. Damn, that's yeah. earlier than I thought. But yeah, it's terrible CGI. So maybe they are intentionally doing that. Like maybe, maybe. I wanted them to do Cybertron. Why are we yeah. doing like after how war good of that Cybertron? Was in, but, that's what yeah. you want to know. Do yeah. a War of Cybertron and like why are we why are we doing Beast Wars where we got a gorilla going like I'm not your enemy, Optimus Prime. I'm yeah. Prime. that's Ron Perlman. Doesn't sound like him. I thought it was the same guy doing Optimus Prime. No, it's they sound exactly the same. Yeah, they sound exactly the same. Optimus Prime. I'm a gorilla. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a banana. (laughs) I, 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 (laughs) sorry, I'm too pleased with that one. Um, No, it's Ron Uh, Perman. It's Ron Perman. And I love Ron Perman. Hellboy, brilliant movies, in my opinion. Hellboy's brilliant. Not bad, not bad, not bad. It's a different discussion for another time. <laughs> okay. Should we go on to another good movie? Yeah, Simone, what you look forward to? Barbie! Yeah! yeah. I am a Barbie girl, and yeah. I am looking forward to that movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. I found out today a little bit that she the, the premise loosely is that uh, Barbie's kicked out of Barbie world because Ooh. she doesn't conform with Barbie world. And she goes into our world, in the real world. Oh, yeah. okay. That's that's what I heard anyway, loosely. They won't say much in terms of plot, which I think is a good thing. Um, but that's loosely what I heard the premise is, is that she's not fitting in in the Barbie world for whatever reason, and they decide to throw her out of the Barbie world. Yes, I can very much imagine Margot Robbie being an outcast in this world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just doesn't. She just doesn't. Fit doesn't in, look the know. part at all. No, yeah, she's no, no, not. No. She's Disaster. <laughs> no, it oh, looks yeah. great, doesn't I'm, it? I'm really looking. I think the, the trait the well, Te- the teaser trailer was it Such it was a trailer teaser. um yeah, yeah that was fantastic with brilliant. the monolith and oh yeah just outstanding yeah i mean you know when it's it's Greta Gerwig i have high expectations for this film mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. bring it on <laughs> i love all, all of yours are like so positive and you're like yeah let's do it and we're just like oh it's gonna be terrible it's gonna be such a bad film no no we've had some positive ones <laughs> I, here's another film that i think is going to be quite fun is uh i don't know if you guys seen the trailer for it 65 i said my bad one. Oh, i think that's going to be fun i think it's going to be so bad it's good D- oh okay it's adam driver it's, okay it's you adam driver me, yeah. adam driver versus dinosaurs and that's all i have to really explain <laughs> it's but, it's like after earth sim but probably going to be better than after earth like yeah. adam driver somehow goes back in time when they're in space to an old earth where dinosaurs are still yeah i'm reading the i'm reading yeah, the premise the, after a catastrophic trailer, crash on an unknown s- planet the trailer looks so <laughs> bad i'm sorry like the bit at the end where he's that's stood. why i'm looking forward to it you <laughs> hit Bream. i have adam driver movies yeah i do like adam driver um he's, he's in another one this year made by michael mann where he plays that famous assassin ferrari ferrari 
which looks really interesting. Like that actually genuinely probably looks like a, a good film and Michael Mann's a good director. And I like yeah. Adam Drive a lot. But this one, I'm sorry, at the end of the trailer, <laughs> the bit I've you need to watch the trailer soon, but there's a, and you know what I'm gonna say, Toby. There's a yeah. bit at the end of the trailer where he's like stood looking at a cave and everything's really quiet. And it's like, oh, you know, he's, 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 you know, apprehensive about going in the cave. And then behind him, lightning flashes, and there's just a T Rex stood there. And it's How like, do you not know? How <laughs> do you not know? <laughs> How did we get there? This I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But what I like is it, it, it unshackles the dinosaurs have to be in Jurassic Park movies. Yeah. Give us dinosaurs and other things. Give us give us access Sneaky to dinosaurs. dinosaurs sneaking around. <laughs> yeah. And they you know. did that. They did that enough in Jurassic Park yeah, and Jurassic did. World. That is true. And that is true. When we go into bad films of last year, Jurassic World Dominion is right there at the top <laughs> for me. <laughs> That's fair. Well, it gave Simone COVID, so the film itself did not Those give filthy me. dinosaurs gave me COVID. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure this is this is where the COVID came from. So <laughs> you were in the cinema and got COVID at that time. The at film itself, time. just for libel reasons, the film itself did not give smoke COVID, oh, but no. I, it did. Yeah, um, <laughs> or did it? Or did it? It, was, it was really bad. Yeah. But I saw it in 3DX, so that was fun. That was that was the saving grace of the film. 3D 3DX is that no, that's that's the 4D one when they they sort of put you in the riding chair. But I thought it was it was like when Chris was talking about when he went to see Avatar and he just kept getting squirted <laughs> in the water. That's so funny. No, no, sorry, yeah, 4DX. That's what I meant. Oh, it was 4DX. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. It was great. So they the had dinosaurs like... were spurting you with water. Oh, it was spurting. Yeah, that's why they gave her COVID. The dinosaurs had COVID. There was they COVID in it. the water. <laughs> <laughs> a poo, a poo. <laughs> it's got a big hanky he's like oh uh, but his arms are too short you can't reach his nose um another film i'm really looking forward to because i do think that 65 is gonna be bad i'm sorry um one that i'm so actually do I, so do I. <laughs> one i'm really looking forward to is uh there's so many actually i feel like we're gonna be here for a bit because there is quite a lot on my list yeah, um there is one which we don't know much about so it's a quick one to just throw in but disappointment boulevard is one that I'm really looking forward to, which is a lesser known one that I saw today. It's by the same person who gave us um, Midsummer. Oh, oh yeah. Ariaster. Nice. Yes. And I feel they've released pretty much, I can't think of a film I didn't enjoy by them. So this, we've literally known nothing about the synopsis or the plot. It's just a standalone, no franchise attached film. And I feel like because of the quality of what's gone before it, I'm like, yeah, I'm really in for that. Like, Oh, I'm it's now called um, Bo is Afraid. Oh, is that what the, it's no longer Disappointment Yeah, Boulevard. Disappointment Boulevard was the working title. Oh, okay, cool. I, yeah. I prefer that title. Yeah, me too. I'm now less excited. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that, that's Joaquin Phoenix, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. yes. No, I have heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. When did that get changed? I don't know, but it's just, it was just the working title. It's changed now. It's it changed now. As of cool. this second. I mean, I'm still looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm still looking forward to it. It's, it's, it. I like that it's not attached to any franchises, particularly in a time when like majority of the films that we're going to talk about are franchise films. Yeah, there's a lot of sequels coming out. It's a lot of sequels. And that's not to say I'm not enjoying those sequels, but I am also excited for something that's just standalone and from somebody who's given me consistently good films. So, yeah. kind of like Barbie as well like you know I know that's a part of a toy franchise I guess but like Greta Gunberg is a great great director so I'm looking forward to that um what's next for everybody what are we feeling I think Luther not not necessarily because I think it's going to be phenomenal but Mm -hmm. I love the tv show yeah but I'm interested to see how it works as a movie 
Yeah. Because they're all kind of like self-contained little movies, aren't they? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I agree with you. That's fair. Um, That's fair. And I, I love Idris Elba. Even yeah. the stuff that he's been bad in. Well, I've, not he's been bad in. The films have been bad. I was about he's to say, he's been really good. Whenever he's in a bad film, he's always given it. He's always yeah. given it. You know, even when he's chewing that scenery, he's he's going to town on that stuff, and I love that. Yeah, yeah. Because I I really hated Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, but he yeah. he was brilliant in that. <laughs> he is, but that's a bad film. It is terrible. It's a terrible movie. Terrible yeah, movie. I kind of want The Rock to make a good film. When's he going to do that? Ah, uh, no time soon. No time soon. <laughs> Uh, Rock, here's a question for you when you're listening. Make a good film. It's not even a question, yeah. just a statement. Just make a good film. Come on. And just just get over it. Ba- Black Adam, it was a bust. Just stop trying to yeah. undo it. It was yeah, a bust. Yeah. It was bad. Stop trying to lie to everybody on Instagram that, you know, because your muscles, it was a success. You're, n- not. you're not babies. Just just stop. grow up, Peter Pan. Yeah. Let, let it go. Let it go. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, also looking forward to <laughs> Guardians of Galaxy. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Rock. Don't hurt us. Yeah, yeah, we love you. I actually really like Dwayne. Yeah, Rock. me too. He's, I think he's awesome. That's why I want him to be in a good film. Because, yeah, I know. You know, like he's such a likable guy, and he's so nice. And I want him to have like a film, like I don't know, the Terminator that Arnie had, or Rocky that Cre- uh, Creed had, uh, Rocky that um, Stallone had, and he hasn't yet. I just really want a good film yeah. for him because I like him. I, we like you, Dwayne. We want to be friends. Well, I mean, he's clearly doing something right because isn't he like consistently the highest paid actor I mean, he's bankable. in yeah. Hollywood? Yeah. So he's, he's always... Well, not with Black Adam. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 3. That's another one. <laughs> Gardens of the Galaxy. <laughs> I was hoping you weren't going to pick up on that. <laughs> no, I had to. I had to do it for Christmas' sake. The Gardens of the Galaxy. <laughs> the Gardens of the Galaxy. Oh, man, my, my weeds are getting out of control. <laughs> the Got great thing is, you guys have been watching Guardians. I clearly have been watching three, two films of people gardening. Because this is the third one for that. Oh, just, these lawns Alan, just aren't getting Alan cut. Titchmarsh. Yeah. <laughs> With his trowel. The Gardeners of the Galaxy. Coming to a cinema soon. You know? Oh man, that would be such a shit movie. <laughs> Sorry, such a bad movie. Yeah. Oh, you uh... ruined it. You blew it. That's... Oh, you did it first. Oh, you did it. <laughs> yeah, bring it. Um... <laughs> yeah, no, I, I guess I, we can, uh, instead of us like jumping around to them, we've we've touched a little bit on the Marvel films, but we talked about Into the Spider-Verse, which is Sony's, across Spider-Verse, sorry, which is Sony's. I guess Marvel as the MCU, we've got the Marvels, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, we've got Ant-Man Quantumania, Ant-Man mm-hmm. and the Wasp, sorry, Quantumania. Uh, is there any others coming out next year for Marvel? Is that, is that it for the MCU? I think they've got, it's mainly those, and I think they've got their TV yeah, shows. TV shows. Yeah, Secret Wars. Secret Invasion. No, Secret, Secret Invasion. Invasion, that's it. Secret yeah. Invasion. Loki yeah. Season 2. Ooh. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, Loki too. was the best big TV time. show thus far. Oh, big time. I think by a long mile yeah. as well. Yeah. I think is, is What If Season 2 coming out this year, or is that next year? Uh, I can double check because we're like quite like the what if show. Yeah. I it, was it was all right. It was okay. It was, fine, it was all right. Know. I kind of yeah. forced myself to get through it. Well, I watched right, it thinking right. it was going to have something own. to do with the bigger thing because people were like, oh, evil Doctor Strange is in it, and then he doesn't even bloody turn up in the that iteration of Doctor Strange isn't in the into the. Yeah, well, it's because he wasn't really evil, though, was he? Because he he redeemed himself at the end of that, and then yeah. he sacrificed himself to be the watchful guardian of Killmonger and Ultron. Yeah, which or not? It wasn't even Ultron, was it? It was no. um, Zola. Yeah, Arnon Zola, classic Zola. Um, what if season two is early twenty twenty three? Yeah, so it's coming out this year. Cool. cool. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> 
what are our thoughts, I guess, on the Marvels, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Gardeners of the Galaxy, and Ant Man, Wasp, Quantumania? You know, and the Marvels. Assuming you go first. I said the Marvels. Oh, did you say the Marvels? I did say the Marvels. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Go for I'm, I'm I'm actually really looking forward to the Marvels. Um mm-hmm. I really like the director, Nia DaCosta. She mm-hmm. is fantastic. Um, you know, young black woman making moves. So I'm really interested to see what she does with the Marvels, because she originally wanted to do a Fantastic Four X-Men crossover film. Ooh, ooh, and cool. that was the pitch she made to Marvel, but they gave her this instead. So <laughs> what a what a letdown. Um <laughs> But you know she's she's she recently did the um the Candyman sequel which was uh, which was, was good. which was really yeah. good but also like oh it was so much scarier than the first one. Um so, so yeah the, Toby's um, mm, didn't fill me with that you enjoyed. Oh that. did you guys both love it? I, I enjoyed right. it. <sighs> okay. What about the Candyman movie without the Candyman in? No he was he's there. He's, he's, there. A, he's right uh, all right fair enough. <laughs> Another day, another day. <laughs> he's around. Is he seen? He's doing his stuff. It's um, like a poorly CGI. No, no, we won't bring that in. Yeah. <laughs> another time, another time, another time. Um, he's eating his candy. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's. A, she's a good director. So I'm. I'm interested to see what happens. Also, you know, like more of um, Kamala Khan. Yeah. You know, like yeah. she's. She's great. So yeah, I'm interested to see what happens there. Yeah, and I, I really like Monica Rambo from Yeah WandaVision. I thought yeah. she was a highlight of that series. I agree. Yeah, yeah. she she really saved it, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this... I don't think she got enough of her own limelight, really, because yeah. I thought she was she was a really high quality character in it, but yeah. she didn't really get the opportunity to really shine, other than just her being a better presence than most of the other people she was on screen with. Yeah, I agree with you. I really agree with you. I think the only thing that fills me with a little bit of like, mm, is this going to be great, is it's written by the same person who wrote WandaVision. And I don't think WandaVision was written very well. No. I think WandaVision had a good premise. I think it was just... I liked it. I just think it was poorly executed towards the end because I know you in particular have got a big issue with the it's a scholar witch, it's a scholar witch. <laughs> uh, that's my scholar witch yes I had to say that but I uh, <laughs> coming out now. but I I, I, I liked One Division. I thought it was of the better TV shows but I definitely agree with you the ending was a little lacklustre yeah um, little is and now you if you rewatch it as well you can kind of just skip past those first three episodes and lose nothing yeah which is a shame because i thought those were some of the best episodes the weird genre bending stuff and then they just didn't matter yeah so i'm I'm excited it would also be nice for it to be good because i feel like poor old brie larson's had to go through a bit of a ringer with just so much negativity yeah and and she's good she's great in it yeah and i don't think it's warranted like she's good i think she's always been exactly so i'd I'd like it to be good i do too i'm the only thing that makes i don't think it will but i hope it is (laughs) (laughs) have some hope toby have some hope yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll be skipping along to a cinema shortly to watch this yeah. movie. I, I I don't know if maybe because I'm a huge superhero fan, but maybe the superhero film fatigue has hit me. No, because I'm really excited about Spider Man. Well, so, I guess this that. this is another little plug for things to look forward to in the new year. I guess we're going to be talking about whether it's MCU fatigue rather than superhero fatigue. Yeah, I think maybe it's an MCU thing rather than a superhero thing. Yeah. yeah. Although saying that, I'm more excited about what's to come after these phases because Ant Man, Quantumania, 
Quantumania. Like it's cool. I'm I'm excited to see Kang. Yeah. Yep. I'm less enthused about the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also <laughs> feel yeah, yeah. I also feel a bit dicey about the recasting of um, Cassie Lang. Yeah, because I, I, I thought she was too. really good in Endgame. I mean, yeah. she didn't have a huge amount to do, mm. but it just seemed unnecessary just to get a slightly more famous person to play her. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's Weird. the ins and outs of it, but it just it's a bit jarring. Yeah, um, I agree. I was like, why have they done that? That's really odd. Yeah, yeah. 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 and yeah, the rest I, there's there's nothing really this this phase that's really got Guardians me. of the Galaxy. You know, you know. Oh well, that. Guardians of the Galaxy. But I, I I think the problem with that is it's it's the end it's of the it, end. which means it's going to be sad potentially. Yeah. It is the end. And I'm fairly certain Kang and is... Dave Batista's. Yeah. I guess if we're sort of skipping nerd news, Dave Batista's announced that this is his last Yeah, I was about to say, not Kang. Drax. Um, Drax. Sorry, I don't know yeah. why I said Kang. Uh, you've got Drax, Kang on the mind. I've got Kang on the mind, always. Kang on the mind. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Majors is a very <laughs> handsome man. He's a good-looking man. He's yeah, a good-looking he man. He's in I another film that we will Lovecraft discuss. Country was awesome. Oh, well, I haven't watched it, but Simone, you really like it. Uh, I bought it. I actually bought it. I was like, I want this for life. It's such a good show. So good. I cancelled. I really wish it get another. Why um, do good things keep getting cancelled? You know, like you know, Westworld that's been cancelled. This been cancelled. Eighteen ninety nine's been cancelled as well by Netflix. A lot of things that are very good. I didn't even see that. Was it good? We didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. That's probably why it was cancelled. Yeah, fair, fair. We should have watched it. They were, you know, yeah. they care what the Phantom Zone has to say about these things. You guys could have saved it. Um, yeah, I'm fairly certain Drax is going to die then. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. Unless they, unless the end of it, they they really do a safe bet and just be like, well, we're disbanding went now. To live on a and- farm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go be a farmer and do farmy things. Yeah, no, I yeah, I get what you mean. It's gonna be depressing. It's gonna be depressing. Yeah. Speaking of uh, our good-looking man majors, um, Simone, one of your looking-forward films, which is one of my not-looking-forward films, is Creed Three. Creed Three. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that's your <laughs> review of that. No, well, I mean, as we've as we've all expressed our love for Jonathan Majors, I I will I will go and watch anything that he is in because he is just such a phenomenal presence on screen. Great actor. And I'm I mean I didn't enjoy Creed two as much as I enjoyed Creed one, but mm. I think this will this could be a better film than Creed two. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, Michael B. Jordan is doing that thing that I don't like when people do it, when they direct and also star in a movie. And I think that's, that's a lot to take on. Mm. Um, this is also his directorial debut. His directorial yeah. debut. So mm. we And it's not see. gone down well with old Balboa himself. Oh, really? Stallonester. Yeah. The old Stallonester yeah. doesn't like this. He's not in it. Oh, They've basically taken it off of him. Can't take, so, can't take Rocky con- away from Rocky. Controversial. Oh I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I'm still... Bringing I'm st- in that negativity again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm everywhere. I'm, I'm still looking forward to it. I will certainly go and watch it when it comes out. Is it coming out in March or is it coming out this month? I can't remember. Who knows? It, who knows? But, March. Um, March. I we'll go with March. March. That's what I hear from the great Third of March. Third um, of March. I'll, I will go and see it. Looking forward to it. Let's do this. I feel like this, I is my, this is my tagline for. <laughs> oh, all right, uh, let's do this. I, I'm I'm more in the camp of I think, you know, Michael B. Jordan directing this as a directorial debut. I think it's incredibly risky. Like it's a big film. Um, yeah, Jonathan Majors, great actor. He looks jacked as hell in this, and I'm sure he's done that all naturally. But he looks jacked as hell. 
and that's cool like great we're going to just see some big dudes hitting each other but the thing with boxing films i guess is like if you really aren't very good at directing action shots it can look very fake and like yeah. some of the rocky films aren't great because the directors weren't very good at directing action and then the one stallone did look better because he learned how to like capture those moments better um so yeah I yeah I I don't well we're gonna go see it Ian so oh <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm looking forward to it now <laughs> um other things I'm looking forward to I'll do like some quick ones Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey that should not be about. a quick one well no I'm just saying we talked about it a lot we talked about it a lot like we all know we're looking forward to that I'm sure Chris is going to mention that too we're all looking forward to Winnie Pooh Blood and Honey uh Renfield we mentioned briefly as well Nicholas yeah. Cage is playing Dracula. Woo. You know, perfect casting. I can't think of... <laughs> there's just nothing more I can say on that. That's just fantastic. Um, Wonka? I'm not looking forward to that. You're not looking nah, forward I mean, to Wonka? Nah, oh, no. I love Timothée Chalamet. Oh, he's so cute. He's one of the reasons I'm not excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no words for that. Um, Timothée Chalamet. Timothée Chalamet. That's how you say Speaking his name. Of- Speaking of the shams, I think um... <laughs> we're just sidestepping Wonka. <laughs> we're just going. I, totally... I want to get off that. <laughs> it's completely. Who cares about that film? Knock at the cabin with yeah. um, M Night Shyamalan. M Night Shyamalan. I I don't know. Dave Batista look... looks good in that. Yeah, but Dave Batista's unlike The Rock has been in lots of good films. Well, that's why I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Also, it, what's his uh, Rupert Grint randomly yeah. in this as well. Uh, Ron, Weasley, that Ron Weasley love. Yeah, he's getting back. You know, he's his got mouths in... to feeds now. You know, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. After his years in Hogwarts, things have been rough for him. You know, he's he's coming onto the knocking at people's cabins. Asking them I have help. not even heard of this film. I uh, watched the trailer for it. I had... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Actually, know what happens in the book as well, so I kind of have, like, I know what's going to happen to it. Um... I, yeah, the problem is, okay, cool. The book and the premise is pretty cool. Quick zip through the premise. Some fanatic, like religious type people come knocking at this door of a couple and their child. They come into the house and they're like, you have to pick one of you to be sacrificed. Otherwise, great disasters across the planet are just going to keep happening and killing people every time you say no. They say no, they turn on the TV and a tsunami kills loads of people. And it's like, look, you know, this is proof. This is proof that that's happening. 
And I think the book is meant to be like, you know, questioning whether it is really them connected to it. Are they actually causing the tsunamis and the people to die? There's a lot of like parts to it. But the problem is, it's M. Night Shyamalan's directing it. It could be a great yeah. script. It could be a really... So he is amazing. definitely going to be in it as a cameo. Yeah. I'd love if he's dying 100%. in a tsunami. Be <laughs> this is very inconvenient. Uh... <laughs> like, oh, it's just he's such a bad director. And I, I know it's like, oh, you, you know, you can't we're critics and blah 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 but man stop making films dude like they're bad films like these you really went off track like six cents cool unbreakable cool the village not great like i know you're okay with the village sim and oh signs i just completely skipped signs like that film messed me up (laughs) it did we they put it they showed it to us when we were 11 in school why (laughs) it's a weird school just get get Christ. some signs on, but the village boring, super dull, old, like nothing terrible. Yeah, yeah, really. And then split, yes, fine. Oh, I mean, I mean, I skipped over the one that causes me split. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. The one that causes me great pain, like actual physical pain, is the Last Airbender. Like that actually. Yeah, that's abysmal. As somebody who loves that animated show to death, I and I watch it like every year. That film makes me physically sick. I hate that film. It's just, ugh. You also, then, you also missed the greatest I mean, film of all time, The oh, Happening. The Happening, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> God, he's so bad. Like, that film is so outstanding. <laughs> yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Well, that's, that's, that's going to say, that's a double whammy. You got M. Night Shyamalan and you got Mark Wahlberg. No, I'm not trying to kill you. <laughs> No. no, trying to kill it's me. It's the trees. It's the trees. Let me think. Let me think. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah. And then uh, um, glass. God, that was bad. That was so that. bad. Then there's the the one with the kids in the cottage and the parent. Their their old their grandparents look after them, but it's not actually their grandparents, and it's like doesn't make any sense. And then there's the beach where everybody's getting old. Oh, just... All right, fine. I'm not looking forward to this anymore, Ian. You've ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> not looking forward to this anymore. Take, away Take it off hope. my list. Take, away Take it off my hope. list. Take it away. Um, is there any one other ones anybody wants to shout out before we do maybe bad or good? I think Little Mermaid's going to be awful. <laughs> you know, just throwing that out Probably there. Probably going to be gonna... awful, but I'm still going to go see it. Um, yeah. yeah. Halle yeah. Bailey is... A great, great voice, voice. so yeah, great voice. Yeah, you know. I mean, she, she, I'm sure she's talented. Yeah, but, um, and you I, know, re- I, representation matters. And yeah, yeah. yeah, but but I think it's more the Disney live action films. Have been yeah, they've been really exactly. bad. They have been exactly. really bad. I mean, Although did, I like did we watch Pinocchio. I like Jungle Book. Yeah, Not Jungle the Book's Disney right. one. I saw the Guillermo del Toro one. I no, the Disney okay. one's terrible. I don't know what Tom Hanks is doing in that film. Like it's <laughs> the paycheck. Yeah, exactly. Paycheck. Yeah, yeah. It's really weird as well. He's doing like this really fake Italian accent, which I'm like, is that okay? I'm not sure if that's okay. Like, he's, it's really weird. It's not a good film. Yeah, don't watch it. Or watch it and tell me that I'm wrong. I won't listen. Oh, vitamin T, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, I guess another one I'm not really looking forward to, just as I'm zipping through my list, is Napoleon. That's coming out this year. Um, <laughs> you, your problem with Ridley Scott? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, again, I'm not anti a a bio sort of like dramatization of Napoleon's life. I think that's interesting, but Ridley Scott's not a good director. You're so. just anti Ridley Scott. <laughs> Which is a shame because he's made two of my favorite films ever. Have you like... ever gone through your um your 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 five strike 
thing on the podcast. Oh, we've before. never done that. Yeah, maybe we. Have... I I've always liked that. I've always liked that, and I've held that to my own standard. Now, you good. Know. Do I do things five times wrong? Then I should be stricken <laughs> off. <laughs> no, in real life, I do actually like. If I've seen a director or something like that, I'm just like, no, I don't not like that. Yeah, for I'll, people I'll who don't know, I like that. I have a rule which, if a director or actor actress make five things in a row that i think are of poor quality i'm like they should stop making films or like stop being in films um so ridley scott i think does fall into that category because i think every film he's done since american gangster has been pretty bad so or boring either bad or boring which i don't know which is more offensive i guess like a boring film is worse because it doesn't do anything for me whereas at least a bad film makes me feel something um so yeah that's how i will smith is another one He's another one. Like, in fact, the initial idea of this podcast, which we never, ever, ever did. This is which this is like a trip down memory lane in the new start of the the year. We're going to review, isn't it, of twenty twenty? Well, actually, we haven't got into twenty twenty two yet, but yeah. <laughs> but the initial idea I wanted to do was Will Smith in review and do a review of his career. That was the initial podcast idea. Mm. But then well, he, he, start- did, he did get an Oscar. Well, I was going to say, then he started smacking people and I don't want to review his career because I don't want to get smacked. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Come for you. (laughs) (laughs) He'll come for me. And I don't don't know. It it depends on how the uh, the Christopher Nolan debate goes. I don't know. Simone might smack (laughs) (laughs) Keep Nolan's name out of your Oh, amazing. Is there any others anybody wants to mention before we bounce into our mini review of The Menu? Are we going to talk about TV films? We're looking for TV films? Oh, yeah, yeah. TV, <laughs> TV, TV shows. TV films. Specifically. <laughs> sure, TV, either TV, TV films. Film. There are TV films. Yeah, yeah. TV what, films. like those ones that straight to TV, like Aladdin free, you know. Well, like, like... I was thinking more all the Netflix movies, but yeah. That's sure. a good point. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, Anything that belittle, you Belittle my thoughts. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I've got give a list. A, a I'll just, go on. I'll go through Fire them off. The Last of Us. Ted Lasso yeah, oh yeah, season three, Secret Which Invasion, Loki Simone season worked two. On. Just going to throw that in there. Worked on Ted Lasso, didn't you? Very much looking forward to seeing your name in the credits. Ooh. I am very much looking forward to Ted Lasso season three. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, be very, very good. Yeah. Very, very good indeed. Um, Secret Invasion, Loki mm-hmm. season two, Severance coming back. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Have you watched oh, I haven't Toby? I haven't seen that. No, Woo! it's um, so good. It's Ben from Parks and Recreation. It is Ben. Is, yeah. is he's playing Ben in it? It's literally Ben. <laughs> um, uh, do you know how excited I got for a second there? When I, <laughs> I and then I was like, no, 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 no. They're faking. They're, they're not. <laughs> I, I love Parks know. and Recreations. Yeah, times have got oh, tough for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's very amazing. good thriller. Excellent, it's amazing. Thriller. Like Love I, to watch. I'm shocked it didn't get more recognition last year. Because it's it's so good, it's so good. I'm shocked that it just didn't get like. I feel like it didn't it, even it, get nominated, did it? No, it 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 was nominated. Um, was it? I think it was. What was it nominated for? Uh, Been a damn good show. <laughs> Best damn good show. Oh, speaking of, just while Simone's finding what or or, or what her uh, other it was ones nominated are. for Emmys. Ah, there you go. Well, um, but I, was... I think it, it kind of got overshadowed by Succession, which is... I've never watched it. It's Is that Brian Cox? Meant to be phenomenal. I've yeah. never watched Succession. Never yeah. watched it. 
I haven't yeah. seen it either. Which, I mean, interestingly, the menu, which is what we'll be discussing in a moment, is directed by the same person who made Succession. So that's just an interesting connection. What I was going to say... There, There's one there more on my list, by the way. Fire away, sorry. I've been told some criticism that I got from some uh, a listener was that uh, we interrupt Simone too much. <laughs> so, oh. Sorry well, to carry I mean, that's mainly you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sorry, so uh, three, yeah, no, three body problems. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? I'm just wrap this up for good no. night, everybody. <laughs> I told what? you that slap's coming. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, what's your last one? Three body problems. What's that? It's a sci-fi. Um, okay. That was the hot show that everyone was trying to get work on. Um, oh. in like 2021 um, okay. but it's, yeah, it's like a sci-fi American Chinese crossover show um, yeah meant to okay. be amazing yeah sounds pretty good love a good sci-fi and um, have you seen White Lotus no that's good that's good is this just a uh, things we enjoy it's something it's something good. that I, I do want to watch I do want to watch Lotus. White Lotus what's that about it's a uh, it's it's kind of like an anthology type series oh. of uh, in a hotel Okay. So the White Lotus is the hotel, and it's well, it's not really an anthology oh, so much as it's like a series of stories yeah. based around people who stay there. Yeah. And each series is predominantly a new cast. Nice. And it's they've got all their own drama. It's like comedy drama. This season two had Audrey Plaza in. Oh, I love her. And I'll, right. I'll follow anyone who was in Parks and Recreation. So. <laughs> Apart from oh, Chris I love Pratt? that show. It Let's just make a show, podcast yeah. about Parker Iteration. I, well, I, I, I suppose that. question. And Chris Pratt? I love how that was just in the background. And Chris Pratt? We do I've, I've liked the majority of his early stuff. I feel like he's phoning in a little bit now. A little bit. We didn't mention in our films, I guess, the Mario. Mario. Yeah, we didn't mention that at all. I'm not looking forward no, to that. No, just, just let, let, let that stay. <laughs> move on, move yeah. on. Move on. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. These are all great uh, suggestions. The thing I was going to mention about polling. Sorry, this is totally random. But do you remember, was it the Oscars? They had their new category, which was like greatest, like, hell yeah moment in film. And it turned out to be Zack Snyder's, like, flash moment in the Justice League. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was loads. Yeah, of, it yeah. turned out it was loads of bots. It was loads of bots oh. that voted for it. So it's completely well, null and void. One last thing I was going to say, actually, now <laughs> you've brought up um, Zack Snyder. Yep. is His movie's coming out for Netflix, uh, oh, Rebel Moon. He's Star. He's mm. Star Wars esque movie. Okay. Okay. That sounds I don't, interesting. I don't know how I feel about it. It's his own <sighs> self created science fiction world. I mean, and it's it's Netflix produced. He's basically been given free reign, which is is not the last thing the he best. made like by himself, just fully off his own back. Sucker punch. No, I th- wasn't it the army? Oh no, I guess the army of darkness. No, the not army of darkness. Army of the dead. Yeah. No, that's just. That's a George A. Romero. Yeah, even if he came up with the idea itself, it's still based on that property. Maybe then, yeah. Because Sucker Punch was diabolical. (laughs) It's not great, is it? No. I mean, that would have been a great... I think my friend Robert, shout out Robert, he always said it would have been a really good (laughs) music video. Yeah. Yeah. But more than that, it's pretty dire. It's really bad. Teenage Simone liked it. Does now Simone like it? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. It's a bad film. No, it's great. a bad film. Not great. Um, cool. I mean, 
Yeah. I mean, I've, I feel like that's all the films and TV shows I'm looking forward to. Oh, Mandalorian as well, I guess. Throw that in. Yeah, Mandalorian, yeah, Ahsoka. Yeah, they're all both. The Star Wars ones, Bad yeah, Batch. Star Wars, they're, they're, they're good. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to those. I feel like they should go without saying for me because it's just yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, just Star, Star Wars, Wars is my bread and butter. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, great. I've. I've thoroughly enjoyed that guys thank you for for sharing your thoughts with us um but now we're going to be going into a a, a a short movie review which we weren't expecting hence why i feel like without chris this podcast is very unorganized i'm just gonna put that out there <laughs> no do you, no chris? no yes <laughs> chaos yeah i i can't he needs this. to keep the mad people in range yeah <laughs> i'm not i'm not a good host i'm just gonna put that out there i'm very oh no, no you're say doing something. great you're really, you're doing you're great. good what's that really good can i get higher you do <laughs> but five times and you're out, Ian. Five times and you're out. Yeah, <laughs> this is kicking out one. of your own podcast yeah. that I've been invited to. Thank you very yeah. much for that. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to do a review of the menu, which recently went on to streaming on Disney Plus. Uh, it was released in November of last year, so I think it's going to try and be in the award seasons of this if it can. I think it's a good film, uh, just to put my cards on the table. But like, what did we think? We all watched it. I'm sure, Chris. You know, he's going to jump in through the podcast with his uh, thoughts on the, the, the films and uh, what he's looking forward to, but also his thoughts on the menu as well. So, but uh, what did you guys think? Did you enjoy it? Did you not? What did you like? What did you not like? Anybody jump in first, you know? Do you want to go, Simone? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go. Um, no. <laughs> See, I can't just... host. We've, I have we've to gotten, pick somebody. We've gotten so polite now. It's like, no, no, you you go first. Fine, Simone, what did you think? There I... we go. I'm taking control. <laughs> I I I, I, like I enjoyed it. It, it was um it was very very tense um mm. and I had the sort of visceral reaction to it where I was very grateful that I had Animal Crossing on <laughs> my Switch <laughs> to sort of just like hide behind. Um, I did say that to Ian. I think I probably need a second viewing because I kept dipping into Animal Crossing. Um, <laughs> just to like save really my no, I did. I did watch it. Um, it's a, it's it is a good film. I, th- I think just cards on the table that it is a good film. Weird as F hell. though. Yeah, um, weird as hell. Yeah. Yeah, weird. So weird. Um mm. the moment where oh I've forgotten the guy's name. Which actor? Uh not 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 is he was one of the sh- the chefs that uh the first one to spoiler alert, kill himself. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, just I'll, oh the, yeah, the mess. I'm just gonna say spoilers for this film. Like we're not gonna do a Ian, what's the story? Like, well, yeah, because Chris isn't here, there's no organization to this. So we're just going to go straight into spoilers. So if you don't want to know the spoilers of this, skip ahead and listen to us say goodbye. Uh, yeah, carry on, Simone. <laughs> um, yeah, during the, the, the course of the mess, um, mm. I was like, I don't know why this is happening. Yeah, what it is happening? Turn, it? it took a, it re- took a, I mean, there was a an ominous feeling to it from the start, but mm. that, that messed me up. That really mm. messed me up. Um, I think the, the acting was good. The direction was good. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like it was trying to say a lot and I'm not sure I understood <laughs> everything that it was trying to tell me. Um, mm. Toby? <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Toby, I, Toby. I, <laughs> I, I agree. I think it was equally tense. I watched it with Kate, my girlfriend. Mm. Shout out, Kate. I'm okay. doing all the shout outs today. Um, it was really fun to watch with her because she's a chef. Oh, yeah, of course. And it was amusing because there's a she scene. She was like, yeah, where- let's kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because I thought, I mean, I'm I'm a 
I'm a meat and potato kind of guy. I am very, very basic when it comes to food. I am not brilliant with all the mm. the, the fancy finities of things. And yes. I eat the wrong way around as well with my knife and fork, which <gasps> I was educated. Savage. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, so it was really interesting watching it with her. I think the message of the movie, from what I gleaned, now correct me if you think uh, mm. alternatively, but I think the, the concept behind it was sort of eat the rich, you know, very yeah. much that metaphor. Yeah. Where, yeah, yeah. you know, s- screw the rich people. It's it's taken the finer things in life that people have had, like great artistry and creativity into, and they've boiled it down to, particularly where he's like, you've been here like for the two characters, yeah. uh, the older characters, like you've been here 11 times. Can you name a single one of the meals that I've prepared for you? And it was very much like, you guys have got this phenomenal wealth. You've got access to something that people can only dream about touching. And you can't even name it. You don't even take, you take it completely for granted. Mm. Now that, that was, that was the concept behind, but what I was sort of thinking, I was like, oh man, this must, there's a lot of pantomime, particularly like where the, cause I thought it was all dramatized for the sake of the show or the movie where, you know, they're putting things together with tongs and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, but Kate was very much like, no, no, there are restaurants yeah, that yeah. Need to go to that level. Yeah. 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 Um, to prepare these meals and one particular scene that sort of made me laugh and she cringed not from the sense of the horror sense uh, side of things but more from the expensive quality of what that machine was so there's a scene where anna taylor joy and the sort of i don't know if she was yeah exactly um elsa i think the character's name was they're fighting in ralph fine's house Mm -hmm. which is almost replicated the restaurant that they just left and he hits her with a what's called a Paco machine. Mm-hmm. And that's made for ice cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought, oh, God, she's recording because of the injury. She's like, no, do you know how expensive that is? <laughs> um, so it was, it, was what, it was really an interesting experience watching it with her because she had it from a totally um, mm. sort of professional standpoint. She was like, no, no, they, they sort of put that level into it. And she could kind of see the message into it. And she, I think she enjoyed the, the concept behind it because... I think there is that level that you put all this effort, all this preparation into creating something, and then to see these people trivialize it, not even register what they're preparing. Mm. And I think this was that shock value, look, we're actually putting you under fire now, mm. no pun intended. You've you've got to witness the levels that we're willing to go to for our art. You know, so obviously they go to extremes with like the mess and then the the s'mores at the end but i thought that was really i I really enjoyed it i thought it was really good and i thought ralph fines was fantastic oh, yeah, yeah he was. i thought anna taylor joy was brilliant i thought yep. nicholas holt i just wanted to punch him all the way through the movie so he did his role really well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i i agree with you I, I agree with both of you i think is it was really good and i really enjoyed it um i think i gave it I initially on Letterboxd gave it a three and a half, which I guess is like a seven, I guess. Yeah, and that means it's broadly great. So, no, Ooh. I don't think that's fair. I think I'd give it a lower rating and say it's broadly good. Um, and I do think it's really weird. I agree with you, Simone. It's very, like, when every course happens, they give you a description of the course and, like, do a slow-mo up to the food that they're about to eat, um, yeah. which is quite... It's just... It's very well made and it's well put together, but it's very like odd. It's a very different film and the tension is very good. Um, I get, I agree as well. I think the general message is eat the rich sort of thing. I think sometimes that's kind of lost in the mess in a better, in a, as a pun. Um, <laughs> but the, 
like Nicholas Holt's character, for example, who was insufferable, and there was some of the funny bits, like when he goes and he questions, and Nicholas Holt's like, "Oh, has this got this in?" And Ralph Fiennes rolls yeah. his eyes and goes, "Yes, yes, it has," um, which was very funny. But I don't understand like why he hated him so much to the point where he was like, "You're going to hang yourself," like that. that yeah, that like... that went over my head. Yeah, I was. A oh, bit I... Like... But I mean, I so he I, hated the old people for not appreciating his work so much, but then he hated him for appreciating it so much. Yeah, I mean, I I get this kind of a mixed message there. I yeah. I get it. I think it was more along the lines that he probably would have been more. Into, well, I think they kind of answer it in the movie. Yeah, because I think they highlight his enthusiasm to the point where they've been exchanging emails. You know, he's given him the grace of being an exchange emails, mm. but he screwed over his entire plan. Yes, by bringing someone who wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah, you know he'd ma- he'd planned this whole thing meticulously mm-hmm. to the point where he'd f- found out about each of their individual personal lives, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then he changes that Nicholas Holt's character changes that last minute by bringing Anna Taylor Joy's character. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think any good graces he may have had went out the window as soon as that change of plan came into play. Mm. Yeah. So I think that's that's my summation that mm-hmm. maybe that was why he was less enthused because i mean clearly he'd put the effort into communicating with him beforehand mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so maybe that was it but that could just be me reading too much into no, it no no i think that's fair that's a that's a fair point i also got because also maybe... i can put him to task by making him make food for yeah. everybody yeah I was and that was say... that was funny yeah it was funny and i also thought like maybe that was like you are this person who's like obsessive over our talent but you yourself do not do it yeah and you don't push yourself at all. You're just a observer to talent, which I again I found a bit, I don't know, maybe odd that he hated him so much. But then again, he was insufferable. Like he was really annoying. Yeah. Um, which again, good acting from Nicholas Holt. He's a good actor. Um, yeah. What else did I like? I liked the why is she gonna die? It was like, did you go to university? Yes. Student debt? No. You're dying tonight. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that, that, was that, that was good. That was good. Well, I get. I guess you could kind. Maybe Nicholas Holt's character is a little bit like uh, John Leguizamo because he was very much of the you know I'm rubbing shoulders with people. You know, name dropping was what they used in the film. Mm-hmm. And maybe Nicholas Holt's character is a little bit like that, where he says, I'm more interested about the fame and the cooking side of things than actually any input to it or any creativity to it myself. Yeah. Maybe just reading in, but yeah. Maybe that's the bit that I guess, Simone, is that kind of what you're talking about as well, that there were bits that we didn't click with or get, I guess, not not in a, oh, you didn't understand it and I didn't understand it because we both had that feeling. But do you think it's the un- the the lack of clarity of that stuff that makes it a bit like, what does this mean? Yeah, it was there was a sense of like alienation to it. Like, mm. um, I don't know. I mean, we did say like when it finished, I, I did say like, oh, this brings a whole new meaning to like eat the rich. But like, yeah, that's no, true. It's true. And then with Anna Taylor Joy's character, um, <laughs> with Anna Taylor Joy's character, like her not being part of the setup and being like a person that works in, as he puts it, in the service industry, um, mm-hmm. because she's a sex worker, um, and that I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. There's there was a lot going on, and yeah, and I just wanted to play Animal Crossing. I just wanted a plant retreat. <laughs> I, I just wanted to open my shop 
and just like have a nice evening but instead i was just like downing wine and just like hyperventilating through the <laughs> i will if, say if... i didn't know it was a horror when we put it on no yeah we were oh, like oh horror comedy okay yeah, i didn't know i didn't know it was we put it on and i thought it was going i thought it was something like you know um i was expecting like a, a drama like a gordon ramsay sort of type drama oh, no. Yeah, but instead it became like a... And also, I think he was more channeling Marco Pierre White rather than Gordon Ramsay, this very calm but very yeah. angry man, um, which was well, quite... Ralph Fiennes is always... Oh, he's such a good actor. Very good in whatever he does. Yeah. I thought he was brilliant in this. He was fantastic and... in it. What did yeah. you guys make of the ending? Um, Cause I, I liked it. I don't know how I feel. I liked it, but it, I think... Uh, I don't know, I... It it didn't give that big crescendo feeling to me because mm, I, I felt like this wanted, was really, wasn't it? yeah. I think they were really building up and ramping, ramping, ramping. Yeah. And I get sort of the message behind the s'mores. You know, we're making something really basic, and then we're sort of taking it to the higher extremes. But mm. I don't think that landed as well for me. No. Yeah. But I really, I really liked the maybe because I was hungry at the same time, but I really liked the hamburger scene. Yeah, I did. I liked that a lot too. I, I love burgers. It's like my and that, food. And it was really nice as well because they really captured the message that you could see Ralph Fiennes, you know, he was bringing it back to his old school days where mm. he used to like flipping the burgers and making these things. So I, I, I kind of liked that. That was her way out. So she outsmarted him. And he kind of appreciated that in a way. Yeah, I agree. I liked the I enjoyed that bit. Yeah, I yeah. liked that a lot too. I actually would have preferred if they just left it of her leaving and then it cutting away. So anything that happened to them after that, you could kind of leave to interpretation. Mm, mm, that Maybe. could work well. Yeah, that could work well. I Yeah, I think I to answer that question for me, I think... Yeah, I liked the burger a lot and I liked him making it and smiling and finding like happiness in the simplicity of making something very basic for rather than as as he says himself like my food has become just for the most rich people and no longer for you know the the working people um whereas the burger is like very you know quick and easy food to make and obviously the photo that was meant to be younger him making burgers um was what he was so happy so i liked that and i think they channeled that really well and the music was quite like the music in this is very good as well but and it does yeah. a lot for the atmosphere in the scenes and and particularly in that one the music was almost like this uplifting like hope um yeah and i agree with you toby like when he, she's leaving and maybe we didn't need to see the s'mores but i think the thing that threw me the most was like for a film that's very like clearly very meticulous and detailed and like I feel like everything was chosen for a reason and maybe some of that stuff went over my head a bit. Um, the bit that I found very odd was like, and it's literally just a second. She's on the boat eating the burger, wipes her mouth with the menu, which again, there's some symbolism in that, I guess. I don't know. I'm not sure. But like then the music becomes like really intense again and then it cuts yeah. to black. And I was like, why did it do that? Like, I don't, it's, now she wanted to like the implication i felt was like she's like yeah let's go cook some more rich people i guess i don't, I don't know i i didn't really get why the music changed to that sort of that oh really intense music when he's achieved what he wanted she's free i felt that really hopeful music actually was quite good for that scene i don't know that's me being like into music we're also being the people that they bloody hate in this film that the critics being like oh yes what did this mean and blah. and then they got turned into s'mores so maybe we should be turned yeah. into s'mores i don't know i mean i wouldn't mind i like s'mores yeah be a um, big s'more. i <laughs> mean at the very end i think 
the one thing you can say was there weren't a room full of more deserved people to being roasted alive because they were all insufferable in their own ways. Every single one of them. I guess I have two. There's two things that I think about when watching this, me being my like literal brain and not getting lost in the film. It's very lucky that he found a really great group of chefs who are also really into yes. being in cults. Yes. That's really helpful. Like that's what? great. Yeah. Because um, I'd really quite like to see more I don't tend to say I'd like to see a prequel, but I'd actually quite like to see a prequel, not necessarily to see how they all got indoctrinated into his mindset yeah. during this, but just how the the island restaurant worked sort of overall. Yeah, I guess I guess the implication is that... And how they lived. Due to how, like, these people have been... Yeah, I don't know, there's a lot of questions, like because the chef makes them live like that. Because it was very cult-like. You know, yeah. there was... I, I got lots of... Um, What's it called? The Wicker Man yeah. sort of vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You or know, like the the, the, chef, the the chef. Sorry, my head chef was. Uh, very, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna <laughs> call was, out when I say things wrong, yeah, he was. Yeah, you got me. You got me. He was. He was very much like the 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 cult leader. They mm. were all very much beholden to every word he said. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I I I like that, but I would have kind of liked to see a bit more. Yeah, and it being fleshed out a bit because like it felt yeah. like why would these people do that? Like yeah. why? Because so, clearly some of them objected to being killed. You know, because the guy did not seem to be keen on shooting himself. Mm. Yeah. So why did he do that? Like nor it's... burning alive at the end. Yeah. But then there was that moment where Anna Taylor Joy was fighting the uh, chef's assistant. Yeah. And. You know, she throws the package at her or whatever, and they're fighting in the kitchen. And she's like, "You won't replace me." And I was like, "But if everyone's dying, how could she replace you?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't. Yeah, that's a really good point. I hadn't even thought of that. Why does she care? Yeah, valid, like, valid. Why, why Just go get matter? the barrel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let her get the barrel. I don't. Yeah, that's a really good point. That doesn't make sense. That's really weird. Yeah. The other thing as well, though, I would say, did the old woman marry to the horrible man who had a, a affair deserve to die? Yeah, true. They didn't really explain why she was bad. Yeah, well, she then, was. She drank a lot of wine. The alcoholic cow. Yeah, and then she. But then she, <laughs> she thanked deserves him. to die. <laughs> but then she thanked him as well, didn't she? At the yeah. End, she was like, "Thank you for." And me she kind of really ushered, way. and she ushered Anna Taylor Joy to leave. You know. Yeah. Don't, so it's like, oh, she was actually not a bad person because she was yeah. dying, right? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. I, but, I, but then neither really did the assistant. I mean, yes, she was stealing. Um, and I guess she was privileged in the sense that she didn't have any... But she she didn't seem like a bad person, so to speak. Um, the assistant? The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What were you going to say, Sin? I, I did like that um, the one person to survive this horror, you know, subverting the trope is the, the sexually the, liberal the sex woman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyone usually they're the first to die. First to die. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. have sex. Off with your head. You know. <laughs> so um, that was that was a nice subversion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, it's good. It is good. I don't think I'd give it a seven out of ten. So yeah. I'd say it's broadly good. It's broadly, broadly good. good. Yeah, it's broadly good. Broadly good. There you broadly go. Broadly good. And Chris, what were your thoughts? Thanks, Ian. Hello everyone, Happy New Year. Uh, Chris here, just chiming in with my thoughts on what the guys have already um, touched up on, uh, which starting with my thoughts on what 2023 is going to bring and what I'm looking forward to. So of course, being a comic book podcast, 
want to talk about the big two universes first, starting with Marvel. Uh, obviously, we have uh, Ant-Man, Quantumania, the Marvels, and Guardians of the Galaxy 3 coming out. Um, interested to see how this certain phase will take shape. I want to see uh, ideally something different or ideally something that's going to come and start painting a clearer picture of what we're going to anticipate going forward. That coupled with some of the TV shows, such as Loki Season 2, which is probably the Marvel project I'm most excited about this year. It'd be interesting to see kind of what doors open now from the MCU with these properties coming up. Um, Ant-Man, Quantumania is probably out of the three films the one I'm least excited about, mainly because I think it's just going to be another bridging movie towards whatever happens next, which is not a terrible thing. But if it's going to follow the same kind of vein as Ant-Man and the Wasp in terms of quality, then it's something that could surprise me, but I'm not holding high hopes out for it, if I'm being honest. And based on our current track record of MCU films and how we've, as a podcast, have viewed them in the past, um, I'm hoping that they will get out of what I believe to be a kind of slump and start pushing forward again. But I don't know if Quantumania is the one to do that. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, on the other hand, again, I'm not sure if it's going to necessarily blow any doors wide open in terms of the MCU, because it's definitely, uh, it's an end of a trilogy, it's an end of an era, it's the end of a team as we know it, so it's not going to be, I think, creating as many new branches into the MCU as other films might, it's definitely going to be more a case of, this is the end of the story of the Guardians, and obviously we know now, with Dave Bautista's Drax no longer playing the character, there's definitely going to be some changes and i do think i agree with what the guy said it's going to be quite a sad somber film so i think that really then falls to the marvels and potentially the tv shows to then look at how the mcu moves going forward and i think that's where the exciting things could be so i'm excited to see what could happen uh cautiously optimistic i guess is the best way to put it um the other universe, the dceu dcu whatever the gunniverse is the guys of uh, named named it. Um, I think it's early days yet. I think the films we have slated for this year aren't going to be a true reflection of what James Gunn's grand vision is. Uh, I think that's going to be too early to tell. Maybe Blue Beetle, because obviously he's more directly involved with that, perhaps. Um, but in terms of Aquaman, Flash, and Shazam, I don't think they're going to set the world on fire. Commercially, might do well, but I'm not thinking they're going to be critically acclaimed. The films that Warner Brothers and DC have been looking for in years and have been failing to make, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, I'm happy to be proven wrong. If they turn out to be great, then great. But I just I don't see the projects from the previous incumbents or whoever was in charge before suddenly picking up in quality before James Gunn's vision really takes off. And that's where I'll be more optimistic, I think, once we have a clearer idea of what's happening there. Um, but moving away, well, actually keeping on with the superhero theme, my most anticipated film of the year, outside the MCU and the DCU, still uh, superhero theme, though, is definitely 100% agree with what the guys are saying on the podcast, will be Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, cannot I actually cannot wait for this. Having loved 
into the Spider-Verse from the very first time I saw it and every time since. It is one of the best animated films. It's one of the best superhero films. It's just generally one of the best films I've seen in a long, long time, I think. It's just, it was it's groundbreaking. It's brilliant to watch, amazing, entertaining, everything you'd possibly want and really ticking all the boxes it possibly could do as a film. It's definitely going to be number one for me. Number two, and I'm very close behind due to my absolute diehard love for the series, is John Wick Chapter 4. My, um, I've been on board with John Wick since day one, since the first film. 100% behind it. Massive fan of Keanu Reeves, as listeners of the podcast will know. Uh, just keep making these. That's all I can say. I love it. I love watching him do his thing. I love watching the world expand, the mythos behind John Wick's world and the everything he's connected to, how that expands. Yes, it's getting crazier and crazier, but that's what I'm here for, and that's what John Wick films are about. So bring it on, as far as I'm concerned. Um, after that, what else am I looking forward to? Uh, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. That's going to be a good one. I'm a massive fan of Mission Impossible films. Very entertaining action films. Uh, great action, great stunts, great casting. You always uh, just highly entertaining films, the kind of films you want to go and watch at the cinema. Uh, and I think that Dead Reckoning is going to, uh, obviously the first part of a two-parter will be um, something really spect- a spectacular thing to watch. A reason, like I say, to go to the cinema a bit will actually be good, unlike Avatar 2. But enough on that, we've done that already. Um, what else are we talking about? Obviously, Oppenheimer is also going to be one of those cinematic films, uh, and I am looking forward to it. I am I am a fan of Nolan uh, in various projects that he's done, uh, less so in others. Obviously, our discussions on Nolan on this podcast have been well documented. I'm more looking forward to our upcoming episode, which will happen. Uh, people have asked uh, the, the Nolan debate between Ian Simone, just to see what happens there, because that could be very interesting. And Toby, you and I will just sit back and uh, either pacify things or stop the fire, depending how we feel in the day, I guess. So we'll go from there. Um, what else am I referring to? Oh, of course, Barbie. Barbie, I think, has the potential to be something really great. Obviously, you've got Greta Gerwig, who is a genius director. She's brilliant, absolutely brilliant everything she's done. And then to top that off, you've got pretty much perfect casting with Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling in there as well. I mean... You can't you can't do much better than that. They've, as Ian has quite rightly said, they've given very little away in that film, and I think that is for the best. I just want to go in and see what happens, and I I expect nothing but good things on that. Um, absolutely. Uh, what else am I looking forward to? Oh, Scream Six, Scream Six. Uh, so yes, Six. Putting Six after a film doesn't usually scream scream quality, pun intended. Um, but. I'm a massive fan of the Scream films, the slasher genre in general. Uh, I I enjoyed Scream 5. It was silly, stupid fun, but I enjoy it, and I enjoy it for what it is. Uh, And I'm looking forward to Scream 6, especially with Jen Ortega, who's been brilliant in Wednesday, which I really liked, um, uh, coming back into the role, uh, into her role as Tara uh, from Scream 5. Um, I'm all for it. Uh, It's just more silly fun. Bring it on, absolutely. Uh, what am I not? Mario, 
the Mario movie has to be mentioned. It's obviously a, a a massive part of my life. Mario, I've been playing Mario for oh god, two more years than I care to admit that I have under my belt. Um, I I obviously will go see this film. It's what I I'm, I can't expect big things from this. It's video game movies don't tend to do that great. However, there have been ex- some exceptions. Um, but I just don't know how this one's gonna do what it needs to do to win us over. Um, but I guess we'll see. Uh, on the basis of video game adaptations, though, uh, the Last of Us TV show is going to be the one for me in terms of that kind of the video game genre. Um, I, the Last of Us one and two being potentially in my top 10 games I've ever played of all time. So to see that show comes to life fills me with a great deal of uh, scepticism, to be honest. But given that the showrunners of Chernobyl, which I think was probably five of the best crafted TV episodes ever made, are behind this one, I have nothing but high hopes so that'll be next week so i think we're going to do some weekly updates on last of us which you can look forward to at some point um the quest couple of questions that were posed to me in the podcast uh so far uh the dungeons and dragons movie trailer so as the guys alluded to i'm a big fan of dungeons and dragons been playing dungeons and dragons for a number of years with friends ongoing campaign for over five years now uh, massive fan Dungeons & Dragons, one of my favourite things in life. That being said, am I a fan of the, or am I looking forward to the upcoming film? I don't know. I, To be honest, I would err on the side of caution. I'm looking at it as a bunch, potentially a bunch of references thrown at a wall to see what sticks and somehow being in some way joined together by some kind of plot. Uh, the trailer looks okay. There's good cast. It looks like it might be a bit of fun, but in terms of how it actually works as a film, as a D&D film, the problem with most video game or adaptations is obviously catering to diehard fans and, and catering to the newcomers. I don't know how something like D&D as a, as a subject does that. Um, but We'll see. It could be great. It could be. It can. It could be bad. But we'll see. Um, what I, in terms of D and D related projects, though, I am much more looking forward to the second series of the Legend of Vox Machina, which, for those who don't know, is a animated show based on a web series called Critical Role, where a bunch of, uh, in their words, nerdy ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons, but. It's so much more than that. They managed to create a whole world around making up these characters and voices and backstories for while rolling dice. But and they've now managed to create this little home Dungeons and Dragons game into this massive show. People listening to this podcast probably heard of Legend of Vox, Legend of Vox Machina, so I um, don't want to teach you how to suck eggs. But that is the that is the TV show for me as well that I'm also looking forward to. And to uh, elaborate on Simone's point about the upcoming show, The Free Body Problem, I am super looking forward to this for a number of reasons. One, it sounds like it's going to be really good. It's got a good cast crew behind it and 
number two, I have read the book, The Free Body Problem, and I am looking forward to other people being able to tell me what the hell was going on because I still, it's a very, it, it might just be me, but it's a very heavy book in terms of its concept. Um, but I'm really much looking forward to seeing it on the big screen. I think if they can nail it, it's going to be one of those things that looks amazing. And if someone, as someone was saying, if there's a lot of people looking to work on it, that's, sounds like a good sign that it's obviously a very promising project that a lot of people want to be involved in so three body problem definitely one to watch out for on that one um oh and last question to me was what is my favorite teenage mutant ninja turtle uh coincidentally is Raphael. um so we have a full contingent now on the podcast of teenage mutant teenage mutant ninja turtles good god that's hard to say um we also guys if you're listening have a halloween costume idea so there we go great and finally the film that thankfully you all mentioned uh that we're all looking forward to and we'll definitely be talking about at some point as soon as we've seen it is winnie the pooh blood and honey we've find on about this enough on the podcast so i don't really need to go into it in too much more detail however that is going to be the one to watch for me just i want to see what that chaos and madness brings so watch out for that episode as well so moving on to my review of the menu which was on disney plus last week as uh, ian and the guys alluded to um we decided to do a mini review of that personally i really really enjoyed it i thought it was uh using our scale i thought it was broadly good uh very different something uh i watched with me and my wife and i i like the fact from start to finish we couldn't really get a grasp of what was happening or what was going to happen um the the cast i think from pretty much across the board was really good obviously ray fines being ray fines is absolute genius anya taylor joy is an amazing actress she's great in absolutely everything i've ever seen her in and as soon as her name goes down on a cast list it's, it's it goes on my list to watch at same with ray fines uh, but for me as much as those two are it was really interesting to see nicholas holt play a, a type of character that you just hated and you wanted to just ceremoniously punch in the face um i just but he plays it so brilliantly i think it's really ever since I've seen him in About a Boy, to see him now play that kind of character is just to show the kind of range of kind of actor he actually is. And I think he he deserves a lot of credit for that, as does the rest of the cast um throughout. Um the, it, that I I do agree with the theme obviously Eat the Rich and you know punishing those who um I guess come from a a, a more affluent background or less what's the word less uh considerate of you know real world tangible things um and i think i while that concept is obviously at its core and is fairly present throughout it does slightly wane in terms of how well it works in the film um but i think for the most part it does and i think for the most part it's really funny um uh, darkly funny. I didn't expect it to be quite as uh, horror-driven as it was. I agree with the guys. I thought it was going to be more of a comedy, drama, thriller rather than a, any kind of horror elements. Not that I think it was too horrific, though, um, personally. But the 
I, I really liked how a lot of the elements came together, but it, his message does cut, get lost a little bit um, uh, from time to time. Uh, in terms of the ending, which the guys have touched on, I quite like the ending. I'll before the very end, the uh, special shout out to that burger because that that burger is something. Um, uh, a burger is something I will go right. I'm not a foodie by any means. Uh, I like food and I like various types of food, but I would never consider myself a foodie. But burgers are something I would definitely go and try different burgers of. I agree with you, and burgers might be my favorite food. And there's nothing like a good burger, and that burger looked amazing. I was, I just, I just needed one after that. Um, uh, the ending for me was fine. I liked the ending. Um, uh. It wasn't. It, 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 I think the whole thing was just a bit heightened and a bit outside of actual reality. So I could kind of um, remove myself from any kind of overthinking of, oh, what well, does this all mean? So I just think it, the whole idea was it was just a high, high concept for, you know, punishing these rich people. And I agree, the line where he punishes her for going to a good school with no student loans is hilarious um so yeah i i really liked it i would agree with the guys broadly good boarding on broadly great for me um also agree it would benefit for rewatch but i would thoroughly recommend to anyone who wants to see it that they should so um that's it for me i'll hand back over to the guys who i now know are responsible for the cancellation of 1899 so i'll be taking up words with you on that so Thanks, guys. Speak to you soon. Bye. Oh, classic, Chris. Those were some great. Those were, what a great opinion, what a Chris. Guy. Controversial. Controversial. I can't believe you said that about that actor. I wouldn't. So rude. So rude. <laughs> so rude. I thought that one in particular had the best of the performances of those actors. <laughs> classic. Good luck filling in that space. <laughs> Awesome, guys. Well, I, unless any 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 other thoughts at all before we sign off about films we're looking forward to or the menu? Well, what was our favourite film of 2022? Oh, is that another episode? Oh. Or are we going to just... Is that another episode? Another episode. Um, best film of 2022. I mean, films that I've seen of last year. Let me just pull up my... We'll do a, we'll do a quick one. We'll do a quick... Oh, okay. How about this? What was our most overrated film of 2022? Avatar. Done. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd actually say Glass Onion. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm glad yeah. we agree on that. Maybe we should do another I... episode on this. But like, people loved that, and I thought yes, it was like fine. Like it was. I thought it was rubbish. Ooh. I thought it was. I thought it was. It's dumb. That <laughs> Craig would say. I just thought it was dumb. It was just so tropey. Yeah, I feel like they sacrificed. The good thing with Knives Out was that they had a lot of social commentary quite subtly throughout the story, and it made the murder mystery, like, you could watch it with a closer lens if you wanted to, or you could just step away and watch it uh, um, as for what it is. But I feel like the first hour of this film was so much set up about these being really terrible people that I was like, I get it, I get it that they're terrible people. I really, really get that. Can we just get... And then it takes an hour for the murder to happen. And then we flash back. And we were like, you could have restructured that to make it make more sense. Way more sense. The first hour is completely superfluous. All of that uh, commentary on their relationship, their connections should have happened after the murder takes place. And sort of like their friendship is breaking down. Mm. And it should have been, I mean, it's called Glass Onion. So I I, I don't know, but you would thought there would be more layers to the onion. 
you know, like peel back many layers as opposed to two, two layers. Two layers. Two layers. That could have been interesting the if, they, <laughs> if they did like lots of flashbacks. So there's lots of layers to the onion yeah. of the story. Well, I, I feel like the the movie kind of got away with its own message because I think they were so busy trying to say how entitled that these people mm-hmm. were. I kind of and, and spoiled. I kind of feel that way about the movie. I feel like the movie was just look how good we are. Look how clever we are. Yeah. And it, I I feel like it kind of got lost in its own message mm-hmm. and and ended up being come becoming unironically self-entitled and self-congratulatory. I get that. I get it's, that. It's so brilliant. It's no, so dumb. It's brilliant. No, exactly. it's just dumb. Yeah. It's dumb. It's yeah, just dumb. It's just and dumb. Th- and that, 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 that really is how I, I would summarize the, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's fair. And I, I didn't really think the first one was all that. Oh, did you not? I liked I, the first I one like, a lot. It's a good it's a good. I like the characters it's a good, more. Good I like the mystery. characters more. Yeah, I, it's still a lot of, I don't know. I really like detective movies and TV shows. And I think there was a lot of plot contrivances and just tropes that they you just wanted Columbo fell into. to come on. Just going one more thing, one more thing. No, I wanted um, what's the name? From Murder she wrote. Midsummer. Murder yeah. she wrote. Yeah, <laughs> Angela Lansbury. Yeah, she was the best. Yeah. Um, she was the goat. Disappointing <laughs> films from last year. Uh, Thor. Love I was and about to say Thor. Love and Thunder. I rated way worse than Doctor Strange. I actually really don't like that film. Real yeah. bad. I think that was Halloween Ends was just straight garbage. Yeah. Um, my number one that. film of last year was Morbius. No, um... <laughs> <laughs> Black Adam was pretty bad. Oh god. Yeah. My number one film of last year, actually, and I mean we I, I, we're just doing this now, I guess. <laughs> we just um, was the Batman. I think. Yeah, that was. Yeah, great. it's up there. Yeah, I really liked Prey. Yeah, oh, I liked Prey because yeah, I'm, I'm a huge that fan of Predator. Let and... me just put that in. If people don't have Letterboxd, get Letterboxd. I'm on there. Yeah. I review stuff. Everything Everywhere at Once was really good. I haven't seen it Still yet. Still not seen it. Yeah, I watched that for New Year's. It's very good. That was, that was really yeah. good. I'd been putting it off for ages, and I thought, nope, now I'll watch it for New Year's. You know what was a, a little secret hit for me that's an honorable mention? You tell us. You tell us five. what that secret hit was. Chippendale Rescue I've heard Rescue. this is really good. I've heard this I loved that movie. There's so many people it was said so this is good. fantastic, and I need to see it. It was so good. You are good. like one of it was ten so funny. of people who've gone to me. Well, I- I used to watch the cartoon as a kid. You know, I used to watch that as a kid and it really just evoked that those nostalgic, um, it pulled on those nostalgic strings. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really funny. Very tongue in cheek. They didn't take themselves too seriously. They had so many really funny cameos. They had a He-Man and Skeletor bit that had me dying. They had um, some really unique and fun characters that you wouldn't sort of expect to. I'm just going to say Ugly Sonic to those who may understand. Yeah, yeah. To you guys, I'll just say watch it. Um, I thought it was really good. It was done by um, uh, Akiva Shaver, the guy who directed Hot Rod and is part of the Lonely Island crew. I love Hot Rod. And Hot Rod is brilliant. And if you liked Hot Rod, this is Hot Rod, but with Chippendale. Okay. Well, it's on Disney Plus, so maybe we can watch we can, this. Can watch I would, it. I would highly rate yeah, it. Yeah. It's definitely up there um, for my top five films. I'd probably say Prey, mm-hmm. Pearl, mm-hmm. Everywhere, Everything at Once, mm-hmm. The Northman, and then Batman. Nice, because nice. the Northman was very. Yeah, good. I've heard that's very good too. That's very good. Smell. But I thought ba- the Batman itself was a little bit overrated. <gasps> <as well. gasps> dare you? Dare, dare, dare. 
I still haven't had my favorite Batman movie yet. It used to be The Dark Knight, but I've grown up a little bit. Yeah, but, well, I don't know. We haven't we haven't had my Batman movie yet. One day, one day, one day. One day. Um, Simone, did you want to say yours, or do you want to save it for uh, for another another episode? Because uh, I can't think of it, I'm going to say yes. I'll save it for another episode. Okay. <laughs> Way to get out. Wise decision. <laughs> Wise decision. I, I'm just going to say mine was the Batman. I really, really enjoyed the Batman. I would have to think. Of, I I need to watch more films from last year that are now coming on to um, like streaming services because I do pay for the films that I watch. Um, even though this moment implied implied I didn't, but I do. Um, so yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and see some of the like the whale I haven't seen, and I've heard that's like fantastic, and Brendan Fraser is fan- phenomenal in it, and I really want to see that before I make like my top films of last year because I feel like the whale might go up. Like I feel like that's a really good film. Yeah, uh, but I love Darren. Aronofsky. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like of films I've seen, the Batman is definitely like number one at the moment because there's a lot of films that I think I watched that. You know, we're trying very hard to be very like these highbrow films. I didn't really enjoy them as much. Whereas the Batman was exactly what I wanted it to be. And because of that, it wasn't disappointing. And as a big comic book fan, like that did a lot for me. Um, cool. Cool. We all done? We go. Chris, you can throw in your thoughts on what your favorite film is. I can't believe you thought that was your favorite film. I'm so shocked, Chris. <laughs> oh, that's mad. Mad. What did you guys think? I can't believe he picked that. Jeez. I'm not surprised, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, that seems like a Chris yeah, classic, classic Chris. Chris. Classic Chris. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, well, uh, thank you everybody for for joining us. Uh, if you enjoyed what you heard, which was the seamless, like seamless, seamless hosting of the podcast that I did, please come back, Chris. Um, and you want <laughs> you want to hear more? You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on Google by searching the Phantom Zone. That's the F A N T O M Zone. We have new episodes throughout the month where we discuss all things comic book related, nerdy items, TV shows, and films. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter with the same handle. That's just the Phantom Zone. Big thank you to Hudson East, who does our intro music. He's an amazing artist. You should go listen to more of his music now. Like right now, stop this podcast and listen to his music. Thank you to UK Film Review as well for supporting us and giving us this platform to talk about all things films, even though we are incredibly unorganized. I know it's seamless usually, but without Chris, it's just, oh, just please come back. Um, you can go find them on their website to talk about more film reviews, have all the film talk you need, and their other great podcast shows like The Screen Test, which we will be uh, doing a little crossover, I believe, in the, in the, in the new year. Um, <laughs> so thank you to Simone. Thank you to Toby. Thank you to Chris as well. Classic Chris. Classic Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys, for being on the podcast today. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks, Thank guys. you. Yeah, I'll, I'll be better next time. I'll be better <laughs> he won't. He won't. <laughs> Five Bye. strikes and I'm gone. <laughs> well, I haven't liked <laughs> them yet. Jesus. And thank you guys for listening. You're always uh, appreciated for your support. And yeah, we'll see you next time. So bye. Now you can say bye. Somebody. We love you guys. Bye. 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 Yeah. Chris, please come back. Please. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.